Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yo, it's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Hello. Um, good afternoon. I am here in my Airbnb without any back support. It's <laughs> a uh, road game. Your boy is on the road. My man is still in Oakland. But you know what time it is. This yep. is Grab City. I'm Phil Lindsay. What course, happened to our I'm background? Righteous Rich. It was up. I don't know why it's not there. Now it's up. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> In the building, it's your boy, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, and Vince McMahon, you're fired! You're not going to do the Vince McMahon, you done done it, and you done done it good this time? <laughs> no, he... No. No explanation needed. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what a weekend. I did not expect uh, getting up on Thursday and heading to the airport and everything I saw on my timeline, everything I saw in the news cycle was about uh, crazy Vince McMahon news. Um, yeah, what a what a uh, 48 hours. Um, yeah. Um, before we get into that, um, yes. how, how are you doing, sir? It's been a I, of course, talked to you yesterday before mm-hmm. I went out to Battle Rumble. Had a pretty good time last night. Oh, yeah. How was that? It looks like a bunch of the homies were outside having a good time. Before we get into that, I'm doing well. We had a very long conversation yesterday. was very dope. 
I'm in the building in Oakland, California. It's a beautiful day. Tonight is West Coast Pro Wrestling. Right after this, I'm going to head over there, see all the homies. Very excited. In the main event, it's going to be the West Coast Pro Champion, Starboard Titus, taking on Alpha Zoe. If you have IWTV and are not going to be, you know, watching the Big Giant Show, I don't know why I'm saying this, check out West Coast Pro or check it out tomorrow. Check it out the next day. It's going to be a dope show. But, yeah, how was the Battle Rumble show? Because I saw... All the homies were outside. A couple of the homies were even freestyling that I didn't know freestyled. Um, that was a really good night. It kind of had the same vibe of uh, Wale Mania, but like in a smaller venue. Okay. Uh, shout out to the homie Mega Ran who put everything yes. together. I thought it was a really good show. Had a really good collection of people there. Um, I saw a lot of internet folks that I don't see all the time. I think right. I always say that's the best thing about traveling to these events is getting to it see is. people that I talk to often, but I don't get to see in person. Um, I got to see the big homie Rich Lotta. Um, yes. That's my guy. Um, I got to hang with him on a strip a little bit last night um, oh, okay. outside of Crowbar. Um, okay. Because Rich is times. from Florida, right? Yeah, he, uh, he, he's, he's, he's not down here anymore, but he used to live here. Um, mm. Uh, got to see uh, the homie Blue uh, from For Your Wear. He had his stand up there. Yes. Um, got to see a bunch of other people. Got to see some of our listeners. Shout out to Shanika. I saw her. Come um, on, man. It was a great time out there last night. Yeah, got like. to see got to see the big homie Leo. Um, thanked yeah. him for coming on and doing an interview with us. I got to see uh, uh, Maswar and uh, Mace or Dio, wherever he's mm-hmm. going by now. Mm-hmm. Um they also spoke highly of you because they were on Indeed. Oh. Um, so, yeah, got to see a bunch of people. Got to see a bunch of uh, dope music. Mega Ram performed. Got to see Leo perform. Mm. Um, AJ Francis ca- came through and performed. Uh, DNA was in the building. He also performed. Um, and just that picture going around about of all of them on stage, like, where else are you going to see a picture of DNA on the same stage with Max Caster? Um AJ Francis, Leo, uh, Big Swole, Megaran, just all these people, Gats, all of these people that are like not just of the culture, but also like wrestlers and wrestling fans. It was dope. It was, it was a really good night. Yeah, that picture you posted where you was like a who's who, I'm like, this is just seeing like the, that amount of people, like you're saying, on stage together. No beef, no nothing. Everybody's having a great time. And it's the same kind of vibe as Wally Mania, which is like my favorite vibe there is. So. Man, it sounds like a really dope time. Like I said, the homie Cam's videos going viral of freestyling <laughs> to Exhibit C by J Electronica. I didn't know you had it in you, Cam. That's all Trust I'm saying. Trust my heart and I love her. <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, I did not. So the the story of this is hilarious. So I, um, at one point, point was uh, talking to Alex from Queen of the Ring. Shout out um, to my homegirl. And um, we're standing next to a bar. We're chit-chatting. Um, few other homies were brought next to the bar. Um, my friend sent me a picture of said person I was standing next to the bar with to try and bust me out. And I was just like, yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> I saw those pictures. I'm like, wait, wait. wait a minute. Zoom in. Let me get this. Zoom, zoom in. Isolate. Zoom in. <laughs> Is that a Grapsity hat I see? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, you know, was hanging next to the bar talking to some folks. And I turned around for a brief second. And I was like, wait a minute. Is that Cam freestyling? Like, what's happening here? And so then it had my full attention. I was just like, this the bro is really up there freestyling to no, exhibit C. Like, what? 
But he was in that. There's a picture I saw of this situation that you're describing. How did he get from the picture to the stage so quickly? I don't know, man. Because, like I said, <laughs> I was turned around talking to other people for a brief second. And next thing I know, I knew he was on stage. But for I don't know where he got a mic. And that turned into him actually spinning some bars. I don't um, know where he got a mic. <laughs> It all happened very fast, man. Um, but what a night. What a fun night. It was yeah. really cool, cool to see a bunch of people. There's a bunch of other people that I'm not naming that I, I talked to because I saw so many people that um, showed That's love. Um, the homie Suplex showed love. I've seen him. Um, man, just so many people. Uh, Damn. But, Was yeah, the homeboy cool Najer out there? Is he out there in Tampa? He is out here. I saw him in a picture with a bunch of other people that did the... Uh, the press junket, um, mm-hmm. but I, I haven't seen him yet. I, I sent him a text this morning, but I haven't I haven't talked to him. Well, I haven't man. seen him yet. Um, Hell of the homies are outside. That's really dope to see, man. Like, just people going, like you said, the best part of going to these things, wrestling is, like, fifth on the list, and, like, top of the list is seeing your friends that you don't get to see on a regular basis, <laughs> and everybody's just so excited to see each other, man. It's It's really dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, Desi, I was like right in Ebor City. <laughs> Strip right in Ebor City. So, um, yeah. Was it wild out, out there? Because I've heard that it gets pretty. Uh... They have like whatever their version of Mardi Gras is this weekend. So, oh. yeah, it was a lot of, it was a lot of wild, oh. wild stuff going on outside. <laughs> ah. Ooh. Um, yeah. Uh, ah. I am currently in the mix. I completely forgot to pull up our humper chats but now i have them up uh i um but yeah it was really cool to see a bunch of people uh cool to get outside and not be around just wrestling and wrestling adjacent conversations sometimes mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh like how's your life dude i, I don't need to know about yeah. slams right now yeah uh uh speaking of which i said so on my timeline i also came back to the airbnb last night and saw the mist of the Nikki and Meg stuff and I was just like this is all very disheartening uh yeah yeah I I I, 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 I saw part of like a, earlier in the day I was talking with shout out to the homegirl Alexis Littlefoot about this whole thing like it's needed rim and rap beef is like inevitable you have these mm-hmm. many you have these many great women rappers at the same time it's inevitable that this is going to happen and Nicki Minaj has shown for years now that she wants to be the only one out here like there there is no like everybody come had a seat at this table she's like this is my table i created this table and nobody could sit at this table and so meg is the she's not even the shiny new toy now she's like an established queen out here like she's a part of this hip-hop lexicon and so i was seeing this and then i heard nikki's live where she's talking about Big foot, no foot. I'm like, what, what, why, are, what, what? And then she starts to, there's another video where she's mimicking Meg's flow to act like Bun B and Pimp C. But I'm like, you got here because of Little Wayne's flow. How are you talking about somebody else when the whole reason that you're here is because a whole nother person's flow? What are you talking about? So I like, I had went to bed and then I like woke up and I saw her talking about Meg's mom. And I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah, that that's line when I, has been crossed. That's when I that's when I was like, yeah, it's time to like, it's time what? to it's time to step out of this because 
Uh, so for context, um, for our listeners that don't know what's going on or don't follow any of this stuff, um, Meg put out her record Hiss, and both of her records from the new album that she put out have been very like introspective. They have been very much like I am addressing any and anyone. Everybody can get it. Um, and so, yeah, of course, she threw some shots Nikki's way, and she threw that Megan Law line, which I thought was a clever line. It's a bar. Um, it was a it was a, it was a cool little bar, mm-hmm. um, of course, and that is in reference to her husband, who is a registered sex offender. That's like a known thing in hip hop. That's a known news story, and then yep. that turned into like like the next day, Nikki going on a tirade, not just on like her podcast, but then on IG Live and all these other places, and I felt like. Nikki made herself look worse than anything that Meg actually said because I felt yep. like her her behavior was just so over the top. And then, like I said, bringing her mother into it, I was like, "Yeah, that's that's nasty. We ain't gotta do that." Like, it, her, we're throwing hip hop jabs. We're playing. We're that. We're beefing. But like, you immediately and it wasn't even like on a record. It's just like yeah, she started just on tweeting. IG, like, <laughs> I mean, some of the other stuff was a little nasty too, like jumping into the Tory stuff. But like. It's talking about her dead mother, that's why I'm like, yeah, nah, let's let's not do that. That's gross. Mm-mm. That's not the way to go about this. It's insane that Nikki, she is exactly what she says too. That's the crazy part about it. You are the queen. You were the first. You did like it. this is yours. I guess my takeaway from it too is it just kind of feels lazy for as for what we know about Nikki. Nikki is, you know, for better or worse, a legend, bro. She can yeah. she can rap. So it's like, yo. If why you didn't go and get on record and put some bars out like the 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 rest of this stuff is just too much. I don't, I don't need all that. Right, we don't need shenanigans. But yeah, like she's she is the legend that she says she is, and she doesn't have to do these things that she does. She's like attacking people in TikTok comments. It's like what are yeah, you? Yeah, it's 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 just a little <laughs> bit much for me, bro. Like if it's if it's y'all, you know, going at each other on wax, like cool, but that all the ig shenanigans and like i said bringing up her a dead parent like that's that's as, as somebody that has a dead parent i'm corny. like yeah, nah, nah. corny <laughs> let's not do that that's disgusting the corniest way to ever go about this it's ridiculous and like we've heard some crazy things on hip-hop beefs hip-hop wax and shit but like it's on yeah. wax or like if that's what you want to do you could take it there but like you're just you're not even on wax you're just trying to hurt this person on the internet so yeah that yeah I, I, that was too much um super i guess boring. we can hop into some super chats i've yeah. i've uh distracted people long enough so that i have our, our humper chats in front of me <laughs> it's a game it's a game you've been here for a couple years now phil you know what time it is yeah it's a shell game <laughs> <laughs> our homie uh van twin blade starting the day says grab city on the bit on the phone big gay brunch eight on the laptop big gay brunch greater than Royal Rumble. I knew we were going to have some tough competition today because Big Gay Brunch is on. So, yeah, you guys definitely check that out. And Van Twinblade, it was your week, big dog. I watched Ring of Honor, and it was Ring of Honor versus Glory Pro pretty much. Tootie Lynn was out there, the homie Camaro Jackson, Cody Lane. Like, it was like St. Louis as hell out there. So I'm sure you were having a great time watching that show. Yeah. um, Yeah, a lot of wrestling um, the GCW show was last night. I didn't get a chance yep. to see it because I wasn't uh, in the room. But um, GCW last night, some of the people from the GCW show came over to Battle Rumble. Um, then, you, like you said, you have uh, Effie Big Gate Brunch this morning. Um, 
Man, we got you know, Rumble tonight if that's what you're into. <laughs> yeah, because uh, AJ was actually in the GCW show. He was the first right. match against Joey Janela. So him going from there to the stage is super dope. And yeah, I watched a little bit. I got home to the end of the GCW show, and they're having this big feud with Mance and Effie. They used to be friends. Now they're bitter enemies. And Mance tried to set Effie, Dark Sheik, and Alley Catch on fire. So... He dumped gasoline on them. They had to run in and stop. It was wild. Wild scene. Matt Warner is on a legendary run. Next GCW World Champ. Not the Gasolina. Yeah, he tried, <laughs> tried to everybody Gasolina somebody. It was crazy out there. Uh, Coy Stalling says 73, 10, and 7 last night is correct. Who scored, who scored 73? I missed this. Um, Luca put up 73. Ooh, put up big numbers last night. It's been a high-scoring weekend. Uh, 73. Uh, Luca put up big numbers. Devin Booker put up some big numbers last night and earlier this week as well. Um, of course, Joel Embiid had that monster night the other night. Uh, a lot of high-scoring games and 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 basketball, man. Um, Who's gonna be the one to beat Wilt's record, Phil? It's coming. Yo, right? some I can't imagine somebody putting up a hundred <laughs> points in this generation. That would be insane. Seventy-three. That's close. That's close as hell. Yeah, that is close. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Luca though. Damn, seventy three points is crazy. Who did they yeah. play? We, man, we just got past uh, that reaction that I've been making fun of uh, Durant uh, having <laughs> reaction to him be putting up the seventy. He's like seventy, <laughs> bro. Seventy. That um, is a lot of points, though. Honestly, that yeah, seventy points is a lot of points, man. Uh, Will Chisholm says, "Can we be real about Nicki Minaj? She always downs other women rappers. This is nothing new." Phil, um, yeah, it uh, it's uh, it's unfortunate to see, man. I I, but I mean, it's it's hip hop. Competition is a big part of hip hop. Um, I just some of the some of the stuff with with Meg last night, I just wasn't really into it. I, I it, it it just wasn't really for me. I was just like, this is just a little triggering. Like I'm good. Yeah, I think Nikki gets to a position of. She'll start with a rapper early, but if they get any, if they get to the her position or try to get even higher than that, she does not want that. Like she wants to be the top spot. And if people are starting to say this person's better than her, she doesn't like that. And it's like hip hop isn't supposed to be like that. Hip hop has been like that for a long time where somebody's like, I'm number one, nobody can blah, blah, blah. But it's a collaborative effort. And like, the point that Nikki's at in her career, she's not like a newbie. She's been in the game for a you long got to prove time. To nobody, man. No, it's proven. It is what it is. And you need to take on a different role than downing whoever the hottest woman out is at the time. That's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, Bragov says, happy Grabster Day. Rumble season feels so off with all the info that's coming out. Uh, from Vince McMahon and all the people who covered it up, they should be in jail. Hope she and the other su- survivors find peace. Yeah, um, I'm sure we're going to get a bunch of humper, humper chats and uh, super chats about this. So I don't know if you want you want to get into this and I guess get the most dour news of the weekend out the way. Uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. So on uh, on Thursday, um, a, a complaint came out about Vince McMahon. Um, one Janelle Grant is suing him, um, and it's been tied to some more sexual harassment slash um, uh, kind of like some demeaning allegations again. 
Um, there's uh, sex trafficking as well in there. There's the, um, the complaint is very long. If you've read the entire complaint, I don't know how you got through this entire thing, not just because it was long, but it's just some very grim stuff in there. Uh, 62 pages of it. Graphic. Uh, very, very graphic stuff. The text messages between her and Vince are in there, and some of the stuff in the text messages is just, yeah, very graphic, very uncomfortable stuff to read. Waking uh, up to find out that the worst match of the last five years is even worse than we imagine is like, I I hated that match. I hate that match so much. The worst match of all time to me because of what it did. But to know what's connected to it now is like, this is a sick individual, you guys. A sick yeah. individual. Yeah. Uh, 67 pages in total. Um, someone's saying in the chat. Uh, but yeah, a uh, lot to unpack from the complaint itself. Um, of course, um, these aren't the first time we've gotten allegations of, against Vince McMahon. The allegations that came out um, fairly recently that forced him to retire um, were a big thing. And, of course, he forced his way back in after that. He used his voting power to um, regain his seat. And then with the sale, he gained a position um, with TKO. Um yeah, after all of that and some of the stuff that happened with it, it I feel like it makes it a lot worse, um, especially yeah. some of the stuff in the complaint about how the investigation was handled and basically outright saying that the investigation was a scam because they never came out and spoke to Janelle um, and just the people that were um, conducting the investigation, some mm -hmm. pretty um, high-ranking executives, well-known folks attached to that. Um, yeah, it was just very depressing. It was, it was just real deflating to see, um, to see that he had, you know, been doing stuff like this fairly recent. This is stuff that she started alleging from March 2020. 2020, um, bro. Yeah, and and just moving forward and just seeing the timelines with it, and seeing that he was still allowed to get get away with this stuff recently, and that, that it was a cover up. It seems, yeah, it just was really really disheartening to read. Um, you also had some people implicated in there. Uh, Johnny Ace was implicated. Um, she never said Brock by name, but I mean, you can infer that it's Brock based on the timeline, uh, based on her talking about a UFC fighter that came back and returned at that time period in 2020, 2021. There's only like really one person it could be. Um, and just even his connection to it. And I've seen people say, well, how bad is his connection to it? Um, when you're talking about somebody that was um, taking someone's nudes and sharing it with other people, I mean, that's bad enough. But you're also, like, incentivizing having sex with this woman, um, which is where the sex trafficking claim comes in. Um, it's gross. You're incentivizing having sex with this woman to re-sign. Yeah, there, there's, there's, no, there's no wiggle room in that. There's nothing good about that. Everything sounds bad about that. Yeah, everything kind of attached to that was, I guess, the new shocking kind of bits of it. Because we already known this terrible things about Vince McMahon, how awful he was. There's stories like right before, like there's that, the story of him being in the tanning salon with the woman and being awful. Yeah. Right? That wasn't long ago before this stuff started happening. And like, this guy's 78 years old. Like, this is a grandpa doing this thing. It's awful. But yeah, that being 
Brock Lesnar being attached to this quote unquote specific, you know, allegedly of he was incentivized with nudes and potential having this, you know, sex with this woman is like disgust. All of it was disgusting after reading. I didn't read the whole thing, but just like pieces of it, like I was physically feeling sick that day of like this guy did those disgusting things in 2020. We're in a pandemic and you're doing these God awful mm. things. And then this fool went and had a WrestleMania match after that. Like this is a sick individual. Like get this guy out of here, take him away from society. He shouldn't exist in these spaces. Everybody kind of involved with it. I think is the, it, is where it really kind of lands for me, Phil, because the pieces connected to Vince McMahon are really the story to be told here because we already knew he was this guy, like get him out of here. What is he doing back? But like the meetings that were had to take him out and bring him back and how they handled some stuff on TV with big, thank you, Vince chant after they knew all this shit. Yeah. That that stuff was gross at the, at the time The thank you, Vince chance, like the him coming out and having, like the audacity to get on TV and kind of be like, well, you're not going to make me leave. And the the fans chanting thank you to him at the time. That was nasty then. And it feels even more gross now. Um, Just a lot of things about that time period. Um, Like I I tweeted uh, immediately after I read everything. um, This makes sense now with that story we heard about Brock walking out of SmackDown when he announced his retirement. Um, like all of those things now, like you look at some of these things through a different lens. Some of the, some of the timelines, some of the, um, some of the storylines that he's been attached to. I, it's it's impossible to look at the Mister McMahon character the same way, in my opinion, because um, it now feels like what felt like a this disgusting, like despicable character that we as fans and viewers are supposed to dislike. It seems pretty close to the reality of the situation. Real. Um, when you when you think about how many women he like humiliated on camera in character, and then when you look at like some of the stuff this woman is saying that he did to her, um, it's it, like it, it, he was doing this on camera. Yeah, imagine it, it, what he was doing behind the cameras, and yeah, this kind of like confirms that stuff, you know. Yeah, it almost feels like his character was him in some ways operating in plain sight. And then behind the scenes, he was also like victimizing people. And to think that it just gives you a real icky feeling about something that we spent a lot of time watching growing up. Um, yeah, it, it's yeah. Everything about it sounds bad. The, the, the business side about it as well, um, the fact that he was using company money to um company settle with these women and give them having them sign ndas and giving them hush money um the fact that he was using company money um for like the hotels and stuff that he was having these meetings in and like some of the stuff that around like some of the accusations with him yeah it, it 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 sounds really really disgusting yeah um I get yeah we you know we got into last night of uh, that they announced that they had this emergency meeting and Vince McMahon resigned from WWE. He put out a statement essentially saying this none of this is true. This is a uh, the facts have been bent. We've changed blah blah blah. I'm gonna pursue this, but in the fairness and order of the WWE, I'm gonna resign from 
being a part of the board of TKO. And if Vince McMahon is effective, immediately gone from the WWE. Yeah, so, so. Um, the timeline with that was also crazy. We got the news yesterday that Slim Jim had backed out of um, their partnership with them. They at least yeah. put it on pause. They didn't completely cancel the partnership. Because they're back. Um, but I knew when Slim Jim took a stance on it that he was pretty much done. I figured he was pretty much done anyway because there was no way... There, there was no way you could get away with this. There was no way right. you can justify keeping him or any connection to either companies. Um, it just, there was no way you could do it. But once Slim Jim took a stance, Slim, I knew yeah. for sure he was gone. Slim Jim was a pretty entire, big sponsorship for them. <laughs> my entire life, my entire wrestling fandom, the one sponsorship that has been around the WWE, Slim Jim. Macho Man's whole career was based around being the Slim Jim guy. He took it for a little bit, to WCW, but then they came right back with it. Like Slim Jim has been a sponsor for so long, and for one of your longest sponsors to be like, we're not doing the this giant show that they're gonna break records with that everybody's talking about. We're not gonna do that show. Is I'm sure that was a a giant bag, and so they had yeah. to immediately address these things because they were also saying off the backs of that that another big sponsor was potentially gonna do the same thing. So. If the biggest sponsor you have is pulling out, you know everybody underneath them is going to do the same thing. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm sure they wanted to get ahead of this. They didn't want any other sponsors to possibly pull out. Like uh, Snickers. I don't know if they're the same brand, yeah. but they're not going to They're gonna but, do the same yeah. thing. They're not going to be hanging off of this. They have too many other sponsorships that are tied to, like, kids. And, like, they have the Mattel sponsorship, of course. Oh. And they have so many other things that are linked to, like, women and Forgot children. about Mattel. <laughs> and so it, it, there was no way that you can stay linked to this guy. Um, so, of course, you know, after Slim Jim backed out, then um, shortly after last night, um, Vince McMahon formally resigned. Um, he also had put out a statement um, where he was saying that the woman was lying and he, he planned to defend himself and all these other things, um, which uh, it's pretty damning evidence in that complaint. I don't know how you can call this woman a liar after that. Um, what about all the other women? Grandpa. Yeah, and see, that's the other problem I have with this because um, the first time we heard about these things, um, it, we heard about the settlements, and we heard that there was a $14 million settlement. Um, now, it, from what we understand based Come on our on, complaint dude. and some things reading around this lawsuit, um, the, the total from the settlements um, that the findings initially was around $14 million or something like that. Um, this woman did not get paid anywhere close to $14 million. She so got that, one, that, I think, in total. That's why she. That's why the story came out is because she was supposed to be paid $3 million, and he stopped after one. Right. And so um, that tells you straight away, if this woman was paid that, then there that's has correct. to be more. There has to be more victims. There has to be more women that are not saying anything that right. he paid off. Um so that's why I'm like, if this is if this is what's in that complaint against him, like imagine what other stuff Could is out there. Imagine, imagine like, but I I feel like that was the thing in the first place why he retired because it was just there was no way that you could cover this up. There was no way you could go back, and so for him to force himself back in and think that this wasn't going to come to a head again was just kind of arrogant narcissistic as like, extremely person, arrogant dude. and so oh, um yeah so he was forced to resign um 
I feel like this is this is it. He's gone for good now. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't have the same voting power now that the company no is, signed, is sold. Um, so he can't do the same same thing. He can't bogart his way back in. No. Um, it uh, and honestly, I feel like that's that should have happened anyway. I don't well, think he should yeah. be anywhere near. Wrestling. How did he come he back? Yeah, I don't understand. I, I think know? he should be done. I think anybody that helped him cover this up should be done. Anybody be that is like Clean implicated in what he was doing should be gone. Mm-hmm. You, you, it, it. I think it's good that he's that he's gone because, of course, he put a black cloud over all of all of this weekend, and you put know, a black cloud over his company, dude. Yeah, victimized some women company. that you know. But yeah, no, he should not be ever allowed to come back. He should he should not be ever celebrated again either. Um, I saw somebody say they need to give him the same treatment that they gave Chris Benoit. Wipe this fool from everything. We don't. I don't need to see nothing. I don't need to see no stunners. I don't need to see no Mr. McMahon. I don't need to yeah. see no Montreal screw, like scrub it. He's gone. Get this guy out of here. Cause I don't. This is a monster, dude. I don't want nothing attached to this monster. Uh, they, and then there was a story came out. They were like, oh yeah, they pulled all the Vince McMahon merch from the. The, the Royal Rumble superstar. Why did, like, why did you watch? Who was going to buy a Vince McMahon shirt? I'm like, what? Yo. I'm just, there's so many things that confuse me about this. But I also saw a thing that said this is the first time in history that a McMahon does not work for the WWE. And it's like, we, it feels like deja vu because I feel like we talked about this the last time he did this. And it's like, this is a crazy situation to land on. But this situation is so much bigger than the WWE, so much bigger than pro wrestling, so much bigger than this little thing that we're talking about because this guy was doing some take him under type stuff, man, like some disgusting, the worst thing you could ever think a human would do to somebody using his money, using his power. They promised this woman that she was going to be the vice president of talent relations. It's like, you guys... You got like that. I think the audacity of these white men to think that they could do whatever they want because Vince McMahon just thinks I can just hush money here, take this money and shut up. Like, that's he's based his life off of that by everything we've heard at this point of like all the dark side of the ring stories of like he saved Jimmy Snooker from when he murdered a woman and he came in with a big briefcase of money to make the thing go away. He Yo. thinks all he has to do is come in with a big briefcase of money and it'll all go away. And he's gone for so long with that actually being a thing. Over, about 40 years. 40 years. Over 40 years at this point. 40 uh. years of using that privilege to do this. And we can't let this happen anymore. This is the first step, getting him out, getting him away from this company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I mean, you do get break up a good subject because it's not like, it's not like this is the first thing we've heard about Vince. Of course, the allegations no. that were recent that came out that felt like they were going to get him out of here. But even before that, we had heard so many stories like the Jimmy Snooker thing, um, the Bill DeMott thing, um, the Ashley Massaro story. There's so many things linked to him that are that are just all bad, man. And John um, Laurinaitis being the Bella's uh, stepdad and their stepmom. I'm like, this story is so many terrible layers attached to it the people that were controlling 
the lot that they controlled the whole company the whole wrestling industry basically people were going like to get to this company you had to go through john laurinitis for so long how many women had to experience this terrible terrible thing just trying to do this thing that they love just trying to live out their dream and for so long they were doing this terrible thing to this women and then they weren't even getting the fucking results on tv they had to go through this bullshit and they were still getting three minute matches on tv they were still doing fucking bra and panties and pillow fights Disgusting. and they were enduring these terrible life altering things burn these guys in hell yeah um and somebody in our chat also brought up i mean if you look um it's out there it's public knowledge wwe is one of the biggest donors to donald trump um vince mcmahon's wife um was a cabinet member um there's so many things linked to him and donald trump now um just out the gate, you being linked to a Republican, that's whatever. Like, I, I personally don't agree with the political philosophies of the Republican Party, but that's like, it's, it's, it's a philosophical or, or a social uh, disagreement. Like, that's an ideological disagreement. Um, I feel like Trump is a non-starter, though. Trump yeah. is, is, is racist. He also has assault and sexual assault things linked to his name. Same shit. So that's what I'm saying. You you have all of these things linked around this and um, this family, and it's just so. How when you think about all of it, and this is the thing that took him down. It almost feels like how did this take so long? How did this take so long? That's the craziest part about this is if you read some of the lawsuit, it's like it feels like the culture is what needs to be addressed because. Yeah. Some of this terribly awful, the worst thing you ever hear in your life happened at WWE headquarters, bro. Like these were in the offices in Vince McMahon's office, bro. So like, there's no way that this was happening and everybody was just like, don't see nothing, can't hear, I'm not here. Like there's a whole bunch of people that saw and heard and experienced that need to be addressed. And it's so deep way deeper than just Vince is gone the whole problem has been solved no we need there needs to be a full investigation of the entire company this guy was apparently showing pictures to the ring crew the the, the cameraman and like referees no, refer it has to be from top yeah. to the bottom Phil yeah um there was a report I think it came from body slam at least that's where I saw it I don't know if body slam aggregated it um, but there was a report, report that um, there could be a move to investigate and sweep a lot of the events people out. Um, oh, I, saw, I think that was from PW Insider, actually, because I saw okay, Russell Okay, from, P from PW that. Insider. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. they, uh, they, they definitely need to do a further investigation. Um, I don't think that this should be just Vince falling on his sword and then we're just moving on with business. I no. think they definitely need to address the culture around this that covered it up. Um, I think they definitely need to root out anybody else that was linked to this, anybody else that may have possibly known about it. I mean, even with the investigation, um, I think they need to do like a thorough, um, 
investigation on the investigation, which sounds crazy, but that is like, right. The, the, the fact that the investigation happened and um, you knew enough to force this guy out, and the stuff in your findings wasn't even a thorough investigation. The thorough investigation <laughs> that you that you did wasn't thorough at all. That's very very telling, and yeah. Dude, the, All of it the, just is very grim and depressing. The, the Brock Lesnar point that you brought up of when Vince left, he was immediately like, out, nope, see you yes. later. Like, nope, there's no, nothing. Oh, Vince is gone, see you later. And they had to go and find, I'm like, what did they tell him when they got, like, what? there's so much, like, just in that. And then remember we, we were going over the timeline of what happened after that, of what Brock did. Uh, the other things that it feels like he was incentivized with, and I'm like, when, all when the you, terrible things that we've experienced in the last four years. I mean, there's so many things. Like I said, there's so many things to unpack. When you just, when you just pick out things like, all right, this isn't even the first time we've heard allegations with Brock. Um, right. There's been other things that we've heard rumblings oh, about real? him, uh, and so this doesn't feel that far off. We already knew that he and Vince had like this very close relationship. Um, and then when you, you, you look at the timeline and him coming back when he did the fact that he was WWE champion after that, um, yeah, it's a lot in there that is very uncomfortable to think about, man. Um, because we've been watching wrestling during all this, like none of it is happening. It's just like, all right, just thinking about the fact that Brock was allowed to come back out of all of this, have this, this, this program with with Roman, win the Royal Rumble, become champion. Man, that's... Oof. It's like, we... I knew that he had this obsession with Brock Lesnar. It was like kind of a joke at the at this point of like, here comes Brock to destroy everything. But to know now that it was like attached to this terrible thing is like oh god even worse i hated it so much like i said october 4th 2019 is my least favorite wrestling match of all time because of what it did and to know now that it's even worse than that is like these people are terrible phil you are in tampa for royal rumble what there has been a lot of talk online, uh, not about the Royal Rumble, about what's going to happen maybe after the Royal Rumble concerning a potential press conference, media scrum. Where do you stand on this? Do people need to come out here and Vince McMahon is gone? Mm-hmm. Do people need to come out here and go at Hunter and get whatever kind of perspective they can from him what needs to kind of happen tonight in that situation because there's some expectations that are pretty high at this point um yeah i mean royal rumble is my favorite wwe pay-per-view um i was really excited about coming to tampa for the show um not just because it's royal rumble but a lot of storylines linked to it um yeah, Punk is back. Punk possibly competing in his first Royal Rumble in 10 years. Um, well, not even possibly. Competing in his first competing. Royal Rumble in 10 years. <laughs> um, but it, it, all of this puts such a dark cloud over everything. Does um, it feel like that in the, in the, like, at the Battle Rumble, did it 
did that loom over it or was it kind of no, like we I, I got separated that, it i think the people were just you know here and trying to have a good time but um it, it's impossible to not say that it's looming over everything it's impossible to not be like in the back of people's minds um and so yeah you know i'm trying to have a good trip and all this other stuff but at the same time like all of this is like very like gross and distracting um, as for like the press conference tonight like i don't know how you can go into this press conference and possibly be focused on just asking wrestling questions now right. i don't think that it is realistic to assume that everybody going into this press conference will have the same motives or will go into this um willing or able to ask the same the same questions um but i do think that specifically for Triple H. He needs to be asked pertinent questions about about the lawsuit, uh, about his involvement in an investigation and other things. Um, but I, I, it just, I, like some things I've seen, like I've seen some people like, all right, well, you shouldn't be asking any wrestling questions, nothing about mm-hmm. the show. And I feel like that's kind of impossible. Like um, mm-hmm. some people came out here with the plan of covering Royal Rumble, the plan of covering wrestling. And so things will happen on this show um, that there will no doubt need to be questions about in the press conference. Um, like, let's just say for kicks, I'm just going to throw a hypothetical out there. Let's say Rock is in the Rumble, right? Do you then go into this press conference pre- prepared to not ask any questions about how Rock's involvement in the Rumble came about? Mm-hmm. Um, My question is, is if Rock's on the, if he's at the press, he in the Royal Rumble, he's at the press conference. Do you ask him about the Vince McMahon stuff? Yeah, is that's what I'm saying. It's like you gotta. I feel like that's that's largely a judgment call, and I can't. I I know what you know. I would think in a moment, and what I I, how I would probably um, adjust, but I, I just cannot realistically speak for everybody. I, I just right. don't think that that's fair for everybody coming it's in not. because I just don't know everybody's motives. I just don't know where everybody stands on the situation, but um, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to not um, act specifically about the allegations and the lawsuit um, or about Vince resigning, um, what this means for the company moving forward. Are there going to be still, are there going to be investigations into anybody else that was linked to this? Mm -hmm. Um, Those are all very pertinent questions, but I also think you need to direct those pertinent questions to the correct people. Yeah. Like, don't ask Cody Rhodes about those questions. My question also is kind of surrounding that with the crowd. This, this is a big crowd, Phil. We yes. know we know WWE crowds are different than uh, other wrestling crowds. Uh, the way that they consume news, the way that they look at WWE. Do you think this will affect the live crowd? Do you think that there are people that will go into this. Is it possible that there are going to be people here that are oblivious to this whole thing looming over this show because it I, I think specifically is the WWE, WWE I, crowd? I think that's impossible because I, I could see this if that was, this was just like a rumor or like something that popped up on wrestling news sites. This is a major news This is story. on news. On the this news. was on CNN. This yeah. is on Variety. These are on like the major news outlets there would be it would be impossible to not know about this at this point you have to be like legitimately living under under a rock like it, right. it just i just can't see it happening um uh <laughs> i have i just went to see what this ronda rousey tweet is because i keep seeing people saying ronda and our 
um, chat. What's but apparently, on? Ronda Rousey just tweeted out um, at 12.48, um, Bruce Pitchard is basically Vince's avatar. If he's still around... Um, but that just goes to show, like, there are too many Vince guys there and too many Vince cronies where it's, it, it, it would be impossible to just get him out and act like that fixes the problem. Sorry, I have to find the tweet. Sorry, guys, um, dealing with, uh, Airbnb Wi-Fi, so... Yeah, you, you um, drop out for a few seconds, but you come right back. It's all good. This is, but yeah, honestly, I mean, if anybody that's his right-hand man, and we've known this for the last 25 to 30 years, how do you not, Bill? There's yeah, no way th- you can't. This is Bill. This is Pritchard. Pritchard has a close relationship with him. He's worked with this close. man for years. So, um, so of course, Rhonda's not off here, and Rhonda's saying that he is a avatar for Vince, and as long as he's still in the building... Um, Vince's presence is still in the building. Whew. Brother, brother, brother. I don't um This is uh, uh, um, and as, as someone who comes to this space to get away from a lot, because I'm a black man that lives in America, and then I turn on the TV and the news and all of that shit, it's wild, Phil. Like, you know, you live in Chicago. You experience the same thing. We turn on TV, we turn on the news, everything is like doom and gloom so we come to this space to escape from that shit and so to come to this space and there's terrible the awfulest things you ever heard in your life happening in the space it's really deflating man like on thursday i felt like bro i don't i like i didn't want to do the pod on i I can't go and talk about wrestling when this is you know when this is happening this culture is exists is existing and i'm like Bro, we're just trying to have a good time over here and watch wrestling, and you guys are over here being the worst people on earth. Just like, why yeah. does why? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's definitely um, it definitely takes you out of the mood of um, wanting to enjoy this thing that you know has has been a communal experience for all of us. Um, I mean, it's the thing that made us friends. Um, yeah, come and on. So um, it is really really hard to you know. Focus on just wrestling when this is happening. That it affects people in a real way. Um, but yeah, uh, very, 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 very depressing way to enter uh, Royal Rumble weekend. Um, still think there's a lot to unpack with it, but um, I don't know if you want to get into any more super chats. Yeah, I'm gonna just probably go through all the ones that have Vince in them and then yeah. save the other ones for later. So uh, Andrew Baker says, "Imagine the ego you have to be making a paper trail of these conversations, thinking you're untouchable in 2020 after how many other powerful men already got taken down for the same shit." That's the thing I didn't. Great point, Andrew. That's the thing I haven't even thought about. Is all this was going on in the world? Me too. Speaking out. All this crazy stuff is happening. All these powerful men are being taken down. There's this Jeff Jeffrey Epstein stuff. All this is looming in Weinstein, the world. Weinstein, like a bunch Weinstein, of other people, and he's still doing this. Phil, this is happening and in leaving the midst this of big it. Paper trail at, to Andrew's like, point. <laughs> giant paper trail. Like he's not quiet about it at all. They're right there. There's your text messages, dude. I can read them. There's emails. Like what, man? That is an ego, dude. To be able to be like. 
yo, I don't care about none of that. I'm still going to get these tweets off. And one of the, uh, one of the, uh, um, I think his name's Dave Schillings. He was, he's a writer. He was a writer for WWE for a little bit. And mm-hmm. he was, and he said, he put out a tweet last night that was like, no wonder Vince McMahon would, wouldn't take his eyes off of his phone during all the production meetings during that time. Cause this is when all that was happening. And I'm like, yo, yo, bad, bad man. Uh, Brent Lockman says, uh, hey, gentlemen, long time no super chat. It feels like TKO is more willing to purge all those involved with this horror than if WWE was on their own. Uh, guess we'll see. Do you think that plays a big role, Phil? Do you think TK, like, if TKO wasn't involved, do you think it would be as, like, immediate with the Vince stuff? I think you gotta let him go. <laughs> you love Wild. Wi-Fi, you guys. We're patient. Everybody's being patient today, okay? <laughs> I hope it is. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I think that that helps that TKO is involved, and there's another entity. Um, he has less voting power. He has he has less power than he ever had. Um, that helps. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm glad that it was. I'm glad that it's just like. Clear and cut, get him out. Like That's I'm it. glad this wasn't anything that we had to sit through the entire weekend before they made a move on. Yeah, I'm glad. Yes, that's the probably the best part of it for me is it was immediate because I was waiting for them to like go through all this hoopla. You can't get through this Royal Rumble. They couldn't have let this loom over the Royal Rumble of like we're yeah. thinking about this. Everybody's reading this, and then like we have to watch this whole show and ask questions after. So I'm glad that. It would immediately was like, no, he's gone. We don't have to think about that. We're moving on to the next thing. Uh, Roddy Piper says the amount of people defending Vince once that lawsuit came out was appalling. I understand presumptions of innocence, but this man has multiple sexual assault allegations over the span of three decades. Three decades, you guys. This isn't new. Like we've been hearing this legit forever. My entire life, there's been at least one controversy attached to it it's like there was a steroids thing then there was the there's all like i could go through a million things that have happened throughout my life like that that this man has been attached to you can watch dark side of the ring and get caught up on all of it if you want um sal cruz says was gonna watch the royal rumble and tape collision but i don't know man vince is out but the stain and potential enablers are still there feel for the talent yeah, I definitely feel for a lot of the wrestlers and feel for people that have nothing to do with this that are just trying to follow their dream and just trying to, you know, entertain folks. Uh, it's 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 it definitely sucks that, you know, somebody that might have been working towards something um, for weeks or months. And like now all people are talking about is this um, it's unfortunate. Yeah. It is. Uh, Jay Holler says people are being super defensive on social media at the suggestion that people closer to Vince need to be investigated, namely Triple H. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think that you can. I don't think you can separate anybody that has a close, close relationship with him based off some of the findings in that complaint. Um, alleged or not, um, there's enough there that is reason to question anybody that had a close relationship with him. Um, uh, Triple H included. Um, I, I just don't think you can exclude people just based off. I like this person. <laughs> yeah, it, it 
it's I guess you can it's where you land at with your morals. But like if man's was standing next to man's and knew all this was happening, then, yo, you yeah. too, you know, I don't care if how you like him. I don't care. If you like how he books, blah, blah, blah. Yo, you was out there for while this wild shit was happening. You got to go too, big dog. I was just thinking about this last night because um, Smackdown was on in battle at Battle Rumble. They had it on their screen um, and seeing Austin Theory on screen and, and knowing that um, Triple H put, not Triple H, but Vince McMahon put his arm around him and immediately put his stamp on this guy. And this is a guy that had allegations as well. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn it. The big egg, the big uh, gold egg. Yeah. Tough, man. Tough, tough, tough. Uh, Aaron Busby says, for the longest time, I always preached how Vince needed to go. This is one of the days where God says, be careful what you wish for. This is Vince's final F you to the wrestling world. Yeah, yeah he like he left with the, like a blaze the trail as he left. He didn't just like leave quietly. Uh, John C says, I learned that Vince loves watching wrestlers suffer life altering graphic bloody injuries. My mental health has been impacted by witnessing a few of those matches. Yeah, um, definitely. I this definitely makes you question some of the things that he he booked for sure. <laughs> I don't okay. know how it doesn't. Boba Jet followed his. I was like, I might have to skip this. This guy's talking crazy. The text reply from Miss Grant on page 32 of the lawsuit wouldn't help her case in criminal court. I think this was only go as far as a lawsuit. But then he follows up by saying, just to make it clear, Vince is a horrible person. I'm like, please don't be on yeah, here. I mean, it, it, I mean, whether whether she can win a criminal case or not, um, that doesn't matter. There is a lot of very damning evidence in yeah. this. Um, yeah, well, even if you don't want to call it evidence, there's a lot of damning um, information there. Yeah, if um, they if they went to trial and they were like, "Oh, Vince is actually uh, not guilty," that doesn't change like not unchange yeah. shit for me. It, it, it's still you, no we're never going to be able to look at Vince Man Vince McMahon the same way. It's yeah, that's it. Straight it up, matter. you're never going to be able to see this guy the same way. Doesn't matter about no court. It, like court is the last. That that's whatever. It, the, the money doesn't matter. None of that matters. This is about getting justice. Uh, Bragov says Slim Jim is back as a sponsor for the Rumble after Vince resigned, and they apparently spoke with TKO. SRS tweeted it about 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I think you gotta let it go. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Um, you know, I, I expected Slim Jim to come back when they said that it was a pause and they weren't they weren't completely backing away. I assumed that was coming. Um, yeah, I think that's all of the ones about Vince for now. So if you want to yeah. get into some uh, humpies. Hump, 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 hump. Appreciate you guys submitting those super chats. Uh, Y'all con- are hump, cool. Hump consensually. Um, yes, please. You know what I'm saying? Uh, do not, you know, try and coerce people into humping. And don't use your power no, to influence on, the how it began to feel of like her parents had passed away she was in this vol- Yo, uh, pretty much how all that these part about it that's yeah oh. pretty much how all these situations started she was her parents had just passed away she was uh, taking care of them they were like sick so she had experienced this whole thing was trying to get a job trying to further her life and this is how they take advantage of them. I, Just a terrible I did not being. know any of that. That's, terrible human being. God, that's, that's how terrible. that's how he got to her. They were living in the same building. I, I knew that she, part. Yeah, yeah. But it was but, uh, her parents had just passed away. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
And this guy thought, I'm going to take advantage of her. Take him and finish him. You guys, that's, he can't, oof, that's awful. He can't uh, exist. If you take him to jail, you got to put him in the hole. Don't let him be around people because he shouldn't be around people. You're done. Uh, okay, we got uh, we got one from Arduit. He said, craps on the hole. Uh, Vince Kennedy McMahon, WWE atmosphere. Who knew? I can't imagine there's a way Triple H didn't know. There's also apparently been a history of dudes allegedly covering up Bill Lamont's abuse and other things like Ryan Nimitz commented years ago. Really sus. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that. I mean, even if you want to say that he didn't know about what was going on with, with, with Vince, there's other stuff here that leads you to believe that his hands aren't entirely clean. Um, yeah. I don't a lot know. of people's hands aren't clean that I think are still around. That's the unfortunate yeah, part. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's definitely seeming like the case. Um, let's see if we got any more Vince ones. Uh, he said, thank you. Sorry, from, from Jason Reddy. He says, thank you guys for being the most relevant and thought-provoking podcast in wrestling, music, and basketball sphere. Your home, humor and humility is much needed in these crazy times. Um, thank you, Jason. Uh, another one from Jason. He says, uh, uh, oh, well, that's collision stuff. We'll get back to that one in a minute. Yeah. Um, uh, from Tony P. says, uh, Thursday was kind of thing that makes wrestling suck. I wanted to read the Wall Street Journal article, but couldn't because of the paywall. Uh, I so I did the stupid thing and read the 67-page lawsuit. My day was not the same afterwards. It made me scared to have daughters when I get kids. Uh, uh, to end things like uh, Petty of the Week winner, uh, the Bucks. Uh, who's your winner? This week, you two. Uh, quick takeaways this week. WWE is about to uh, get cleaned. Even the roster. Trick is now more over than Mellow. Um, Rampage was more fun than Dynamite. And Big Gunty should win the... Sorry, Big Gunt should win. <laughs> Big, <laughs> Big Gunty. Big, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I jumped into some Athena speech. My bad. Big Gunt. Big Gunt should win the Rumble. Um, yeah, I, I mean... I, I I don't know. I don't have a petty of the week off the top of my head for you, Tony. Um, it's Meg, definitely. Maybe she's crossed over more than petty. Uh, might be might be Patrick Clark. Not man. Meg. I meant Nick, Nikki. Sorry, Meg. Might be might be Patrick Clark, man. If you looked at any oh, of that. Oh yeah. yeah oh. But, uh, it was a it was some crazy stuff in that interview that I was like, uh, Ooh, the, wow. that kind of got lost in this news cycle. Um, but yeah, oof. Um, from Mike DeJour, he says, uh, the devil, Vince Kennedy McMahon, finally got here. Here, Hopefully, he gets all his deserve. Um, more just paying out TKO. Uh, needs to do a full clean out of all of Vince, Vince supporters. Um, get that taken care of. Thanks for all you guys do. Even that show with Washington laughing joke jokes. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think we can officially call him a shill, though, right? Like, is, does it work if he, he works, works there? there? I don't, I don't know if you know. I don't know if it's effectively shilling anymore because he works. It's there. not shilling if you're getting paid by him. Yeah, you you work there. It's not like you're an outside entity that is, right. you know, just putting over how much you like the company. You work there, so gotcha, yeah. <laughs> um, a little bit different. <laughs> from from Black Phoenix brand, he says the Vince stuff isn't surprising because we've known Vince was a villain for decades now. Uh, it's still wild, though, and if you look at the history over the years, uh, you wonder just how many people were also involved in shenanigans. I can't. I can think of a few. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. When you think about how um, big this seems, like the scale of this, and how many people might be linked to this, um, I'm like, we have to investigate every woman talent that's ever yeah. worked here. Yeah, it. Uh, and I'm sure you know there are a lot of women that have worked there that have signed NDAs, so they can't talk about it. Right. Um, but yeah. there was something about that might this might blow all that up. I was reading about also like the oh, way I didn't that, see that yeah the way that Vince maybe with how he didn't pay or something well something with this lawsuit they were saying that this might blow all that up and anybody can like the NDAs are non-existent at this point. Um, yeah. Oof. Um, yeah, that's all of our Vince Humper chats. I don't know if you want to try and get into some of the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys again for submitting. Uh, Jay Holler says, it's a good day in wrestling today. Let's make the next chapter better than the last. Yeah, so if you just kind of, there's a lot of wrestling still going on. You could ignore the Royal Rumble. If you don't want to do WWE things, there's still a lot of stuff going on. We're going to get into some collision talk. GCW has a show. I'm going to West Coast Pro. Like, there's still a lot of stuff you could be excited about. It doesn't have to be the end all be all. Yeah. Uh, Coy Stalling says 73 on 75 field goal percentage. That boy was out there shooting from the hip, man. Oh, so this, this happened after he got the guy kicked out of the uh, the game, too, it huh? Oh, it did. He was he was getting his shit off as well. He came back with a perfect huh? He's like, <laughs> y'all was talking bad about me because people were talking bad about him that night. He got the person ejected to come back and hit 73. Hey, respect, big dog. <laughs> That's how you come back from something like that. <laughs> like y'all talking all that shit. I can ball. Yeah, Suns hit their stride too. Suns were winning a lot of games. I think they won like five or six games in a row. Beat the Bulls in a in a game where the Bulls had this big uh, lead on them. Very distressing to watch. The one of the calls in that game was absolutely horrendous. Um, definitely but, be a Bulls fan, huh? Tough break, man. <laughs> <laughs> tough, no, it's not tough that break. tough for you though, because you're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep yourself in a vulnerable space for this. Uh, Bianca Leia says, "Morning, uh, afternoon, gentlemen." Megan stood on business, finished the story. She <laughs> shook to the core. And who you got for the women's Royal Rumble tonight? Meg did stay on business. Saying Meg, Meg finished the story is hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I got Bailey winning. I think there's a good chance that Becky could be become the first two-time Royal Rumble winner. Um, but I, I think it's Bailey's win. I think it's Bailey's night. I would like it to be Bailey too. That's who I'm also going with. But I mean. <sighs> Becky doesn't need it. I feel like, are they going to try to get an accolade off? Well, here's my thing. Because I, I, I see people say all the time, Becky doesn't need it. Um, I feel like if you're going to really push equality with something like this, um, the most Happy dominant is, man yeah. would win two years in a row. That's how we right. got Stone Cold winning two years in a row right, in 98. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like if she's the hottest wrestler and she has the best story going into WrestleMania then she should win it no matter if she's won before or not. But I feel like based on the damage control storyline right now, um, Bailey has a real good chance of winning based on the storyline. But I don't really understand when people are like, oh, well, this person won before, so let's not do it again. Like, no, I I think at some point there's going to be a two-time women's winner. So, And and Becky's a perfect person to do it with. She's been talking it up for the longest about wanting to be the one to do it. So if it doesn't happen this year, I think she is going to eventually do it. 
that's a pretty good uh pretty good point there uh history kind of shows exactly what you said like Shawn michaels like the hottest wrestler at the time usually was gonna be right. was gonna win that's just kind of how uh they've they've set that match up so uh boba jet pedro is back says doesn't change for me either he is scum just sucks that they to think that he may not get criminal charges brought against him that's what i was hinting at yeah of course right. appreciate you uh pedro appreciate um, you bro uh, Patrick Figueroa says, love to all y'all for being positive wrestling space. Really appreciate y'all. And then Daryl Freeman just submits a, uh, it doesn't say anything, but sends us some love. Appreciate y'all for being super dope. There's probably a lot of people here that haven't been here before, maybe, because anytime some giant story happens, uh, everybody shows up to hear what your boys got to say about it. So, Yeah, appreciate you guys as always. Um, not the not the most... Um enthusiastic um subject matter to be talking about can you guys come um, when we're talking about something positive and not disgusting (laughs) (laughs) appreciate you guys for coming through as always um let me see let me slide all the way back to the bottom start up on the bottom now here uh okay got it the the one from Jason that I missed earlier, he said on the grab side, that collision card is a banger. Uh, I think they drop a Mercedes hint tonight. Uh, is Tony Storm the best character currently in wrestling? Um, Tony's pretty close, man. Um, that uh, that segment this week on Dynamite was perfect. There was a slam dunk, in my opinion. I Brother, think Tony had the man. character stuff going. They did some good storytelling. I think they did a good job of making um, Deanna look like a compelling challenger. Um, yeah. I, th- I thought that was a perfect segment for both women. Yeah, they accomplished so much with that. I mean, Deanna, I like the way that they brought Deanna in immediately given her matches, but this just made her look like a big star. Just the story she was telling, we know now that the history that they have, it's not just like, because a lot of people have history. Uh, they've been in companies together, but like we were roommates. We got the same tattoo. Like there's history, history there. And then her at the end holding the belt up and she looked like she belonged there. I was like, oh yeah. This yeah. is a great segment in the half, black and white with Tony. I'm like, man, they knocked it out of the park with this. Presentation was really cool. Um, I, I think um, referencing the, the the body shaming thing in the way that they oh. did and then having Ooh. Tony <laughs> give one of the best lines I've ever seen Tony give. And her delivery of it was very, very funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Tony, man. Even the, uh, the backstage segment afterwards where she was like, you think this is over? It's really personal now. It's it's all knuckles deep, not pulling out. <laughs> Yeah, she's really good, man. She deserves something. She's yeah, a champ. Uh, yeah, and shame on you folks. Deanna looks amazing. Shame on you. <laughs> Wrong with you. I'll fight you. I'll fight you. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, another one from Jason. He says, reading gents, uh, who would you want to see as Okada's first feud if he joins AEW? Um, same question for Mercedes. I hadn't thought um, about it. Okada. Kata's first feud. Oh my God, the field is so open for this. Um, well, obviously, um, based on the storyline stuff that the Bucks are doing, they're kind of on the outs with Jericho and Kenny before he went away. Um, I would have to assume with Okada coming in, you have to find somebody else that's also kind of linked to. Kenny and that side as well. Um, 
So I don't know what Hangman is doing after Revolution. I don't know if he's going to stay in the title picture for a while. But Hangman makes a lot of sense because he has mm. ties to the elite. Um, he has ties to Kenny. Um, I think I think it should be Okada versus Hangman. Oh, I like that a lot. The field is so, like, my brain is just like, uh, uh, Samoa Joe immediately. I'm like, yo, what if Samoa Joe? Because Okada has to come in and be Okada. He yes. comes in. And Samoa Joe is like, yo, I've been making all these challenges, blah, blah, blah. And Okada's like, I don't have to stand in no lines, big bro. I'm Okada. I mean, just, we just have the best match we've ever seen in our life. Samoa Joe, off rip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you're if he's going to be still champion by the time Okada comes in. but um, When's he yeah. coming in? I don't know. That's why I'm saying that's the, that's the part. He could be in the Rumble him. tonight, Phil. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, let's see some more Humper chats. Um, see from Bizarro Bagel, he says, Sup, fellas. Hope you've been good. Been a bit out of whack as of late. Just been unable to catch my breath, it seems. Hoping for a nice reset today. Uh, first, any words on Brian Keith's deal? He deserves a bag. And have you seen the Dan Housen heel vid? Very evil. Um, hey, man, I hope you're doing well. I think yes. the, the start for, start of the year sometimes seems like it could go very slow for all of us. I was just telling Reg when we talked yesterday how it's been kind of a slow start to the year. It kind of doesn't feel like I've really started 2024 in a productive way. Um, man, just take your time. Take your time and, you know, get back and get your reset. Um, don't Don't feel like, you know, because other people are moving at a different pace than you that you got to rush important um, very important advice there don't look at other, what other people are doing as anything against you some people could be winning i sometimes see people doing stuff interviews yeah. and getting on like man but it's not about that you can't it, it's, it's legit about moving at your pace because the way that things work it doesn't like nothing's gonna affect whatever your thing is. You know what I mean? Like if you just continue to go at your pace, doing whatever you need to do to accomplish whatever you need to do, that's the way to go about it. It's uh, I've been kind of in the same space of like at the end of last year, it was like this wrestling stuff. I don't know, man. It might be no man. I have to get a real job. Like I gotta be out of here. But you know, it's like it's about weathering the storm. It's about taking you know what i don't do a lot phil is kind of take time to like look back at the things that we the cool things that we've done like it's so we're just consistently every week is grass every week is all these pods but like when i'm like yo we did some wild things we had a live show last year like you know what i mean like we've accomplished some great things and it's really moments like that of just looking back of like yo we got a bunch of wins though i don't even know like yeah we got big big w's on the board Um, man yeah, to answer your question about Brian Keefe, um, I don't know the specifics on his deal. Um, it does sound like he signed. I don't know if he's on a tier deal or if he's specifically signed. Uh, but, uh, hey, man. I, Patience, I told you guys, just be patient, okay? He, he's one of those guys that I think has been overdue for a contract. I've been, yeah, he's been a guy that's been on the indies, killing it for a minute. So I'm glad he's finally getting his due. I'm glad, he, glad people are seeing him on national TV. Um, and, you know, hopefully we're going to see more of him soon. 
And the homie Big BK right now is in Japan having an amazing right, run is. out in DDT. So that was, I talked to BK the beginning, January 2023. I did an interview with him for PWI. And he was like, my number one goal is to go to Japan. So to know in January 2024 that he went to Japan, he said his number two goal is to wrestle Brian Danielson. I'm just saying it out loud so it could happen. <laughs> Look like it, to see it, brother. Would like to see it. Um, I know a I bunch of people we, that could book it. <laughs> I think we got both questions. Let me just make sure. Oh, I, I did not see the Dan Housen video you're talking about. The Dan Housen heel video. Oh, no, me neither. Uh, let's see. Uh, from D-Lo Diggs, he says, Man, crazy day to say this last week made me uh, tune in and out of wrestling. Shout out to Fightful and everyone in the wrestling media for doing what they can. Also, this week in NBA is wild, um, but that boy Luca was a vi- very wild week. Um, Milwaukee Bucks randomly fired their coach in the middle of the week before <laughs> All Star break. Happened there, man. Um, my dad called me out of the blue and was like, "Man, they fired that brother." And I was like, "They did, Dad." I was. He was like, "What did he do though?" And I said, "Yeah, I, I yeah." Like, <laughs> it seemed like they weren't feeling him. Um, uh, Giannis, of course, put out that. Uh, that comment this week as well, where he's like, I love the guy. And I'm like, somebody there did not like him. And that's no, why he's not there. I have to assume a big star on that team was not feeling this guy. Me and your dad are on the same buzz. Now, what did he do, though? I don't know. <laughs> My dad, just, I think the way he was putting it so simply to me made it even funnier. He was like, man, what did he do, though? <laughs> Because that's exactly what I thought. Phil, at the beginning of the season, when they signed Dame, they were like, this team's going to win the chip. Like, it's good here. And, like, how did you get from winning the chip to firing your head coach halfway through the season? I yeah, don't know um, what happened. And, I mean, Milwaukee, uh, watching them, they should be better than they are. Their defense yes. is not good. But right. we're talking about a team that had a winning record, second-best record in the league <laughs> um, at the point when he got fired. He's, they were 31-13. and 13. It just it seems wild for somebody <laughs> to have a winning record and lose their job. Like, But, I mean, I get it. Okay. I, I, I think that – I get it in a way, but in another way, I'm just like, I don't get it. Like, I, I, Not I for them to be like, this is Giannis' fault, for Giannis to be like, no, that's the homie. I don't know what y'all I, I, I love them. Like, to say you <laughs> love them after that, I'm like, yo, somebody somebody lying, bro. Like, <laughs> it, 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 It's a LeBron James syndrome is what you're saying of, like, one of the star players is like, we're good, but we could be better, and this guy has to go in order for that to be accomplished. Yeah, something happened. Um, but the real know. question is, how do you feel about the person that they hired for instead? What, Doc Rivers? I was confused when they fired their I know Giannis. Giannis loved the guy. But <laughs> then when they, when they hired Doc Rivers, I was like, okay, I'm the most confused I think I've ever been in my life. What? I'm just I'm just kind of glad that Doc is no longer doing commentary because he wasn't a great editor in my opinion. Um, <laughs> he had to get a job to get him out of here. So I'm glad that he's back doing something he's better at at coaching. Um, so you know, but no, a lot of players don't think he's that great at coach. All the uh, uh, the old head NBA podcasts, they're all like, "Get this nigga out of here." Well, I mean, the way he got fired in Philadelphia was also a little suspect. Um, they, of course, fired him to please Harden, and then Harden ended up leaving anyway. So it's like, dang, well, he lost his job for nothing. So, yeah, it is kind of a, you know, it is kind of a full circle thing. It is good that he at least is back working. Um, 
I like Doc. Yeah. I think he could cook, especially with this team, man. Like, if you can't cook with this team, then you can't cook with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, D'Lo, it was a wild week in the NBA. Um, I think that we got all of our Humper chats up to date. Oh, we got one more for Tony P. Uh, he said, related to Petty of the Week, the Bucks coaching change was for real, for real, <laughs> about the front offing saving face, in my opinion. They gave up the team as uh, defensive anchor to get uh, Dame. Remember, I predicted their D was going to be trash when he yeah. got traded. Um, then uh, just now seeing the effects from it now. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Um, trading Drew Holiday was going to be a big mm, impact because he was their yeah. best defender. Um, mm-hmm. And you can see it. Their defense is a major hit. definitely the, shining through now. But then the other part of it is that um, Middleton hasn't been Middleton. Like, he's been injured quite a bit this year. And then, you know, when he has been there, he hasn't been as effective as he was that year when they won a championship. So I think that's been part of it as well. I don't. I think it's more than one issue. Right. They were like, no, it's the coach. He, he took the he took the slagging for everybody, unfortunately. Um, I'm pretty sure that is all our Humper chats to date. I'm okay. just reloading them. Um, of course, as always, if you want to send your boys Humper chats, humperchats.com slash Fightful. Um, yeah, for now, I believe that's all of them. We have some more Humper chats if you want to get into those before we move forward. Um, uh, super chats. Yeah. Laron Ford says, shout out to Laron says, I think Bailey wins the Rumble and Becky wins at Elimination Chamber to shut up the match with Rhea at Mania. That sounds like a really, that sounds like a plan. I see it. We uh, did get the All-Star starters this week as well. Um, I was, I saw them while I was out, so I didn't get a chance to. Yeah, I haven't really got to get into them. Yeah. Um, Orion Ben 666 says, this like Grapsity or Huey Freeman at R. Kelly trial. <laughs> Classic episode. Um, Boondocks is just a classic <laughs> television show, man. <laughs> Gave us so many great moments. Uh, standing on business says uh, TOTM. <laughs> Diona looks good with the championship on, not going to lie. She does. Like, it looks like that's what I was saying. Like, coming into this, we know Diona's championship pedigree, Phil, and I'm glad that it's immediately they're like, no, this is a big star. You guys need to know it. She's been a champion everywhere that she's been. And she's gonna be a champion here in a matter of time, you know. Yeah, no, she's uh, she's definitely got a championship pedigree. She's won championships um, multiple times before she came with AEW. So uh, we're just used to it at this point. She looks yeah. good as champion. She does. Uh, Standing on business also says Okada's first feud gonna be Jericho. Ooh, don't wish that oh. on us, bro. Come on, dog. Eee, that's a bad <laughs> one. <laughs> yes, boy says who's taking the pin tonight? With everybody saying. Dang, you're just going to throw L.A. out there to take it's crazy. <laughs> um, it does seem like it's going to be him, to be honest. I mean, though. yeah. Um, Who else could it be? I can't see Randy taking that pin at all. <laughs> I mean, potentially, huh? I don't think Randy. He just got back. I don't see that. Happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ could take it, too. I guess any of them besides Roman, I really... Like, man, what are they on here? Definitely not getting pinned. No way. Uh, Will Chisholm says, I laughed so hard when Bailey tried to hug Asuka and Kyrie, and they ran past her. (laughs) Um, Shout out to the Kabuki Warriors, the new WWE (laughs) Women's Tag Team Champions. We are definitely back in the building. Um, Asuka's getting her dances off. 
Kyrie's vibing with the belt, whatever Kyrie's doing. Kyrie mm-hmm. doing Kyrie things. Um, but yeah, Bailey still looks th- like the eye woman out. When they did the picture, um, was just uh, Kabuki Warriors and EO and Dakota, <laughs> and Bailey wasn't in the picture. I was like, oh, damn. Bailey. Bailey, man. And Bailey, man, the picture that Bailey was in, she's trying to be so supportive. She had the picture, she had the Oscar shirt on and then like the Kyrie shirt on her waist. Um, like everything she's been doing since Survivor Series, she's trying to be like the biggest team player. I, I feel so bad for her because they are just like not trying to hit none of that. Um, I still laugh all the time at that visual of. Um, Bianca getting thrown out of the ring and all four of them just like looking down at her like I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not touching, touching her. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar's just like dancing. I love Oscar in this role is amazing because she's like the auntie that's like going out with her friends. Like every time they're not in wrestling gear, she just looks like I'm going out with my friends after ten years tonight. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh Steph the Writer says, if you could have a surprise entrance from anyone in any promotion tonight, who would it be? Um, I think AJ is the big one. I really just want to see AJ Lee in the Women's Rumble. Mm. Not from any promotion, just any surprise entrance. It's for me. It's AJ. It's AJ. Um, any promotion surprise entrance. I don't know, man. Um, Okada. <laughs> What if he just does a one-time appearance, Phil? That's it. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool to see. I, I, I wish he was in better circumstances. That's all. Yeah. Um, These are jokes. I don't want to cut out of over there at all. <laughs> um, if not AJ, just anybody from any promotion. Um, Trinity, does that count? Because that's not really a... Um, if it's anybody from any promotion, the guy that I think will get the most out of like popping up and making it a heel thing might be Max. Max showing up and and hamming it up. Forgot be about old Maxwell. Yeah, I forgot about that. But I don't think he'll be there. Any no, anybody that's reporting that is you know, it's no, crazy. You're crazy. It's not happening. Uh, then Troy Pollock says, joining late, so sorry if this is covered already. They can't possibly put Brock out there tonight, can they? No, they, they cannot. No, they mm-hmm. cannot. Nope. I think um, I think there's a pretty good chance that he would get booed if he was out there. I would think so, too. They were definitely planning on it, though. You know yeah, it. I, you, I don't think you can do that. I don't think you no. can send him out there. And I mean, even talking about him getting booed is besides the fact of I just wouldn't want to see this company after all of that stuff came out just still do business with him like nothing happened. I and his face terrible. His face has been attacked. Like when they show the news, they like show his face. Like it's, yeah, di- it's I, different. Yeah, than, like can't it, do that. he hasn't been like, he's been implied already. It's like way different. And if they touted him out there after Vincent man resigns, that would look crazy. That's all of our super chats for now. But before we move forward, Phil, I saw on impact, the end of uh, TNA wrestling this week, they announced that uh, Ali is going to be having a few uh, little uh, rounds over there in TNA Wrestling. Ali, They're doing Ali, some things, man. Ali's making some moves, bro. Everywhere he's going, he feels like a big deal. He's drawing. Um, he's bringing attention to all of the places he goes. I, I like to see it, man. I, I think yeah. it's great that um, <laughs> I think it's great that people are are paying so much attention to him. I think it proves um, what I've said about him all along that. 
uh, this guy's a draw. Like this guy, yeah. it can be a top guy somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going. I don't to know be. if he's going to stay in TNA long, but um, I think it's a this good might just be one of my like you know one of them stopovers. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Impact? Let me get a couple of matches with the bangers <laughs> with, your, with with your best guys over here with Josh Alexander with Trey Miguel, Rich Swan, uh, ABC, and then Mike Bailey, and then I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and shout yeah. out to uh, speaking of TNA again before we move on. I finally watched Osprey and Josh Alexander Part Two. It's for free on YouTube, and it is so Man. fire! Oh my god, this this match has everything. They do a Tiger Driver from the apron through a table. It's so insane. The hidden blades in this that. Osprey hits are on point and on fire. Josh Alexander's trying to break this guy's back the whole match. This match is just everything. Watch it. Yeah. Uh, Going to get into some more wrestling stuff. Um, we can get into some of the good WWE news. Um, doesn't feel like it's good news based on some of the other stuff. With yeah. some of the other WWE news, some more wrestling stuff. But uh, first, want to hit you with a word from our sponsor. Yeah. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful, here to tell you about Bet Online AG, the highest credit card acceptance industry wide, 25 plus year track record, safe and secure online environments, payouts in minutes, the fastest in the industry. You can bet big with their high limits and rebet functionality, the earliest line, so odds open before the competition the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit, and we're talking on everything. Wrestling, they got it. MMA, they got it. Boxing, they got it. But hey, you know what? I know we're fightful. We don't just live for that. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, racing, esports, anything you can think of. Not only that, this is exclusively where Fightful gets our lines from. If you hear us talking about lines on a prediction show or on our our post shows, it is always from BetOnline AG. Please bet responsibly and only bet what you can. BetOnline.ag I'm laughing because I just looked down at my phone uh, during our ad break. Same. The big homie uh, Blue uh, sent me some pictures that his wife took uh, last night. And I just always think it's funny when you give a woman your phone, like, yeah, take some pictures. Um, they, like, take, like, a bunch of them, like, from a bunch of different angles. Mm-hmm. You give a guy your phone, it's like, yeah, yeah, take a picture. He he's, takes, he's like, one take, like, picture. maybe one or two. And like, are you like that one? <laughs> oh, cool. We're done. Women, they're like, nah, let me get, let me get this one. Let me get, let me get a few of them. In. Let me, let me nah, make sure you're we'll, right. Let me we'll get take you right. this one and pass it up. There you go. Try to run off so you don't ask me to take more. Or yeah. this trick that I used to do that was terrible. You do a bad job, so they stop asking you to take them. Sorry, ex girlfriends. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, getting getting into some more WWE news. Um, the other big news in this news cycle was the news that WWE Raw will be moving to uh, Netflix in 2025. Um, that's of course uh, coming down the pipe after we had expected. Uh, a new TV deal, um, pretty big deal, <laughs> pretty big deal. Um, uh, I believe it's like five hundred thousand. Let me get in front of me, and I'm not guessing, so I'm saying mm-hmm. this correctly. Um, Would be a much bigger deal if it wasn't 
500 million like i was saying 500 million per year for 10 years and that is 5 billion total with the option to um, opt out after the first initial five years or possibly extend it um, for another 10 years Um, that's a lot of money man Um, (laughs) that's a pretty big tv deal Mm -hmm. Um, the reported uh, earnings for the last tv deal were around approximately 250 to 260 million so they possibly double the value of raw um pretty huge deal not just because of the cost of it just because of the size of this deal um but the fact that this this will be the first time ever that raw is not on cable it's moving to a streaming platform um man i don't know what to make of that like um in some ways as a person that uh was a big cord cutter um that watches most of things through streaming anyway i'm like cool but now it's like you know what does that mean what does that mean Um, what does that mean for how much netflix is going to (laughs) cost um because i would not doubt that that price is going to go up oh Um, but what does that mean for your like viewing habits for wrestling that now like you're logging on to netflix to watch raw on a monday night instead of turning to usa that just sounds insane this is a monumental deal. Like, I hate that this other shit is kind of surrounding it because this is such a big deal. As someone who watched the first episode of Monday Night Raw in 1993, January 11th, I think the date is, 1993, on USA, and to think that in 2024, 2025, that it's going to be exclusively on a streaming service, I have a lot of questions. There is a lot of things kind of surrounding it. They haven't confirmed, and they've been talking about this for years, that it'll continue to be Monday Night Raw. And when it's a streaming service, now it could be anything. It could be any day Raw, right? You can watch it when you want. Right. Um, it could just be Raw. It doesn't have to be uh, Monday Night. It doesn't have to be anything. The library, like, now um, Raw shows on USA, and then a new episode of Raw happens you could get the, uh, a condensed version on Hulu the next day, mm-hmm. or you could get the full version on Peacock 30 days later. Does it go to – because, you know, Netflix's deal is you watch it, and then immediately after you can watch it again. Like, does it go to somewhere else? They're still going to have this Peacock deal for much of the the rest of the year till they get to there. So it's like all these things that kind of go into it. Another thing that came off this week off of that too, Phil, was they're saying that – there's going to be a few months where Raw doesn't have a home. Yeah, that's uh, because uh, their TV deal with USA expires in October. Mm. Um, so for about two or three months, uh, there's some uncertainty as to where Raw will be. Um, and what? I mean, there are other there are other <laughs> questions about this, like what does this mean for Peacock? Um, what does it mean for Peacock? Yeah. What does this mean for uh, the network? Because, of course, outside of the U.S. and some other countries, you can still use the network. Does this yep. mean that the network is officially going away? Mm-hmm. Um, because that uh, Meltzer, I think, reported that um, along with Raw, pay-per-views will, will eventually start going to Netflix as well. Right. Um, so, yeah, what, is, what does that mean for Peacock? What does that mean for the network? Do you need e- either of those anymore? How do you feel about them having so many having all their shows on different things like raw is going to be on netflix eventually cw is going to have nxt and then smackdown is going to be on usa do you think and then like who knows where their library is going to be like for 
for like a month or two, they're going to have those shows there. They're going to have their library on Peacock. They're going to like, it's going to be all kind of, do you think that is crazy to their customers or do you think it doesn't really matter? Um, I have to assume that we're going to hear some updates on that sooner rather than later, but for as mm-hmm. much money as Netflix is paying, I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to eventually, um, be Get able everything. to show SmackDown on Netflix as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know how long, um, Hulu has the rights to the streaming. Oh, that's another thing. I don't even know about Hulu's part. Like what part do they yeah, play? I, because, cause like you said, they put the shortened version of raw on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And they put SmackDown on Hulu, so I have to assume it's. I don't. I don't know how long they have the the streaming rights for both of those shows. Right. Um, maybe they're eventually going to move to Netflix as well. Um, I have to assume, like I said, for as much money as Netflix is paying, they're going to eventually want to consolidate some of these. They're going to want everything. Yeah, I would think so. With, the, with giving up five billion, they're like, "Yo, can we get the rest of y'all crew too? Like, what the hell's going on?" It's a lot of money. Um, <laughs> so. I don't know, man. Uh, uh, somebody in our chat is saying that the Peacock deal is until twenty twenty six. Oh, um, so I don't know. I that's that's I I. I'm not paused. <laughs> hey, Phil, welcome back. <laughs> um. But yeah, big news, and that was, of course, that also came along with the news that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, will be oh doing the TCL's board of, the, board of directors. That was um, all, all this stuff, week? <laughs> all of that stuff kind of got rolled out at the same time. Um, Rock and, and Tony, and Tony, Nick Khan, um, <laughs> one of the cons, Nick Khan, and uh, <laughs> a bunch of other WWE execs were at the uh, opening for the, the uh, stock exchange, and Vince was there, um, but uh, yeah, um, it's crazy. All of that stuff happened, and it it just kind of feels like sometimes these things happen in threes like that, where you get very, very big news like the move to Netflix and uh, the Dwayne Johnson announcement, and then you get this horrible thing in the middle, and then you're getting back to possibly um, more big news with the pay-per-view. Do you think that's on purpose? Like, do you think at the beginning of the week they're like, it's going to be wild. Let's stagger these things. Um, it, it's happened so often that it'd be hard for me to feel like it's a coincidence. Right. Um, because it just does feel like it'll it'll be sandwiched that way. Like, it'll be some very good news, and then the bad news will kind of be in the middle of it. And then you'll get some other stuff, like, the next few days to distract. Like, the, the bad news stuff. always happens right before the pay-per-view because they know the pay-per-view is going to come and put something over the bad news. Yeah. Mm. Feels, it feels intentional. Uh, of course, no proof of that. But nobody see, knows anything. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, be hell of a coincidence, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's a wild ass coincidence. Do you have a Netflix subscription right now? And I if don't. not, are you going to get one for Raw? Um, well, it sounds like I'm going to get one uh, to if I want to watch Raw live. If I want to continue to just watch the shortened version on Hulu, which I watch a lot of times, um, because buddy. Three hours of wrestling is a lot, and if oh, I just want to get, if I just want to get to the bits that are worth watching, um, sometimes that Hulu one is just better. I'm sorry. Uh, That's something we want... haven't talked about with this is like the time because like 
I was like, could they potentially go less time? But everybody seems to think they're going to put more time. Like Meltzer's going to like, like they're like going to do overruns all the time. Like they're going to utilize that time more because there's no constraints Please on no. Netflix. Please no. Three hours is enough, man. So <laughs> three three hours is enough. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm probably going to get Netflix anyway. But buddy, that uh that last Airbender trailer looked fire oh that's yeah, fucking the, only, the timeline up this week for sure <laughs> you you um that's of course the only place you can watch it so i might get netflix back to watch that it might force me to watch a bunch of other things on netflix that i've wanted to watch that people are like oh have you watched it and i'm like i got netflix, sorry. No netflix. <laughs> i don't have a netflix subscription either so oh actually my i just upgraded my phone and they gave me netflix so i do have netflix now in your face i'll be watching uh i don't watch i don't know what's on netflix honestly you're gonna watch um uh, you're gonna watch uh genius you're gonna watch the kanye doc no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> um what else is on netflix uh watch watch the luther movie i haven't seen the luther show maybe i should start there what yeah I great show be, if you i knew you're gonna it. be offended by that no i want to check great it out show. That's, my mom loves that show she would watch wow. that just back to back to back to back to back so uh, yeah, interesting news also happened on Monday that I wanted to get into. Your boy went on this little TV show and said that his little knees hurt, but he didn't give up his fucking belts. Uh, you know what, man? I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what people expected. I don't, I don't know why. People the thought belt. He, I don't know why people thought he was going to drop the belt. Uh, because uh, because he just... said I'm not going to be ready until WrestleMania, so give up your belt, big dog. <laughs> All right, for context purposes for our podcast listeners, um, last week um, Seth Rollins got injured during his match with Jinder Mahal. Um, he kind of confirmed that it happened on a springboard moonsault um, where it looked like he landed kind of wrong, um, and he got up um, limping. Um, and so, you know, there was a lot of worry about what this meant for WrestleMania, what this meant for the World Heavyweight Champion. Of course, Rollins has been defending that belt uh, for close to a year at this point. He has been the world champion that has been on TV. He's been president at the house shows. He's been at the pay-per-views, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. And so it seems like, um, you know, we were going to have to come to a head with this. Um, some of his uh, haters that prayed for his downfall were hoping, all right, get this belt off of him. Um, people that are people that are like me that feel like uh, you should be giving my guy his credit um, felt like I hate I would have hated to see his reign end that way. Um, so he came out to start uh, Monday Night Raw, opened with his uh, his uh, his lime green suit on. He came out with the, the the belt firmly around his belt, never took it off from around his waist, um, and he uh, he he looked teary eyed at first, which scared the hell out of me because I was like, oh no, don't tell me he's more hurt than than I think he is. Um, but he went on to say that he plans to still um, wrestle at WrestleMania if he can, and um, he was then confronted with Gunther. Gunther has been the other workhorse champion on the brand, and Gunther has basically told him like, oh well, you know, if you're leaving, you know, I hate to see it in this way. He's like, well, hold on, I never said I was vacating my belt, and I never said I was not going to wrestle at WrestleMania. But Gunther made the point to say that I am still gunning for you. I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. Big Gunt <laughs> is uh, gunning for that belt, and he is gunning for that main event spot. Um, nah, that's his belt. What's the problem? 
Why, You're why being a hypocrite. It? That's why. No, 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 no. You came on this show for a entire <laughs> no, year. No, 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 talk about no, no, Roman no, Reigns. no. He's to give no. up that belt because he's not gonna come to work. Your boy's not coming to work. Now we're gonna have two champions not defending their belt. The point of this guy having this belt is because the other guy's gonna be at home not defending his belt. So I, in turn, if you're gonna not be on TV, we need somebody on TV defending the belt, not in the hospital bed with you, dude. What do you mean? On top of that, I think the biggest deal is, I don't wanna rush anything. And it feels like Seth Rollins is gung-ho on rushing this. And I know people have, we've talked to people about this injury. We've talked to some people who have this specific injury and they said mm -hmm. about a month, they healed it, came back and they feel great. But I just don't want it to be in his brain. He's like, I have to get to WrestleMania and I'll burn this knee off if it needs to happen. And I know just by how he is, that potentially could be with what happened. I, I, I just am personally offended that um, <laughs> we allowed this man, Roman Reigns to um, when sorry he did not win that match I'm he sorry he cheated in the Royal Rumble match two years ago mm -hmm. Rollins won via disqualification he never got his rematch never got his rematch but then he gets a butt of his own He's he's been defending it has been the present world champion of this company while this guy is at home not because he's injured because he just don't want to come to work and this guy gets this guy gets hurt and you're telling me my guy can't use his sick days? I'm offended, bro. I'm offended no. that now no. we're trying to compare him to Roman Reigns. Yeah. Even though Roman Reigns is not missing because he's injured. He's not missing because oh it's 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 circumstances that's stopping him from being at work. No. This guy is just telling me, telling y'all, give me a month to use my sick days that I've earned because I be at I be here. Listen, man. Every pay-per-view, I was there. The international shows, when your guy's not here, I was there. On TV, I was there. <laughs> this guy show up and defend his belt two times in a year, and you're comparing me to him? Disgraceful. <laughs> Disgraceful. <laughs> Disgraceful. And I will not have it. I will not have it. I will not let you come on here and not give this man his God-given right to the come back and defend this belt that he won. This is his belt. <laughs> he has never, never lost. Undefeated. Never lost. <laughs> I, I will not have it. <laughs> what you're telling me right now is that all those people in Perth, Australia for Elimination Chamber, they have already told us that the big dog's going to be at home chilling. Well, tell him and to come to work. And Look, the other he can't come to work. He's, the, he's, the, he's supposed to be the face of the company. Bro can't come to work. <laughs> We've established that no, he can't. Give up. But that's the belt, what I'm saying. Dog. I'm saying, yo, if my guy can't what hold it for the 30 day rule, you didn't defend it for 30 days, fucking defend it, bro. Yo, if, if my man can hold it all year, let my man use some PTO and come back. <laughs> you starting to tell PTO me that this guy, that this point. guy, even injured, man, even though he injured, he got to drop his belt, <laughs> but this guy ain't been on TV, ain't defended his belt. Y'all not forcing him to drop his belt. Again, y'all never even forced him to give Rollins his rematch. <laughs> this guy ain't got to, he ain't got to, he ain't got to buy it by no rules, but soon as, soon as Rollins get injured, man, he better, he better drop that belt. Nah, shame on you. Shame on no you. PTO shame. <laughs> give up your belt, dog. 
go rehab your leg, and maybe you'll get a match when you come back. I don't know why you're trying to nah, warn our belts Listen, while he, you're over there being a cripple. I, I seen I seen the play. I seen how soon as Punk entered the building, that guy was like, I'm gonna get my WrestleMania main event. Yes, by even if it means I have to work with a guy that I've told you guys that I hate. Yeah. I am gonna get my WrestleMania event main event. He got injured. He was like, "All right, let's get this MRI." Got that MRI. Oh, it's just, just, it's, it's just a torn MCL. Like we, we buried the lead, of course. It's a torn MCL, partially torn meniscus. He's like, "Okay, y'all will not take this from me. Y'all will not take my chance to main event WrestleMania away from me." And well, buddy, let's talk about. I have the to dumbest. tell you. I have to tell you. Watching him never release that belt. Unclasp it from his uh, from his waist. Boo. Nah, let's, man. He earned this. He earned the chance to defend that belt at WrestleMania. He has been giving it up all year. He earned this, man. I'm not letting people just act like he better drop that belt. Beat him for it, then. Let's talk about the <laughs> dumbest wrestler on the roster. He is a member of the Judgment Day. He currently carries the Money in the Bank briefcase. Damian Priest. This man said, my leg is broken. And you let Gunther go out there and talk to him? Run out there and drop kick his hurt knee and take his championship? You dumb son of a bitch. What's the point of having don't, the don't, championship? Don't tell me you scared a little Seth. Don't tell me you scared What's a little Kobe. The point <laughs> of having the championship? Have you watched any Edge tapes? The ultimate opportunist became the ultimate opportunist because he took advantage of the champion when they were at their worst. This champion came out and said, my legs hurt. I have to go. I'm not going to be here. I'll maybe see you at WrestleMania. And you sat in the fucking back and didn't come out. When he don't came to the apron, you should have hit him in the knee with the briefcase, tying a Harding style. Don't, I cannot don't tell me you scared it. a little Seth. Don't You're tell me you scared a little Kobe. You know, nah, man. Again, I have to say again, hey, man. He already told you what it is. Roman been walking around with that belt. He won't even say Roman's name. Won't even say his name, dog. Damn. He has and you you think the, the second that Rollins come on and he hurt, oh, I'm going a, I'm to a cash in on him? You won't even cash in on my man that's supposed to be the face of the company. <laughs> Listen. Nah, this man. You, you, look at, look at real funny in the light, senior <laughs> money in the bank. <laughs> I'm saying, dog, like, <laughs> looking yo, real funny in the light. You scared of a one-legged Rollins, and you won't even say, bro. You won't even go to SmackDown. You won't like, even I say Candyman. I can't even go. To SmackDown. <laughs> like, I don't even want a ticket to that show. Like, come on, bro. What is going on here? Nah, it, it's shameful. Crazy. And meanwhile, you and and Finn are walking around with four belts. Come on, man. Yeah, nah. Come I just, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't. I'm not about to let people, um, say that Rollins should take another chin because this other guy won't come to work, bro. Make this other guy come to work. Honestly, that's the moral of the story. Like, <laughs> Make this other guy come to work. This guy has earned a break. He's, he's earned. Got, he's earned a chance to use his sick days. Ron, Ron, uh Roman has gotten us into so many of these situations that we don't have to be in if he would just come to work. Like we got to, we're at this like Cody thing. We're at this Seth Rollins thing. We're like all these situations. Like if you just came to work, we wouldn't be dealing with this. Like it wouldn't like Rollins could take this month off and we wouldn't even notice if you would just come Man. to work. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
And you got another guy that can hold it down on Raw. I thought the point of having Gunther come Gunther. out as as the guy that has also been holding it down, um, just making the point that he's going to be the workhorse guy in the time that that Rollins is away. But that's his that's his belt. That's his main event. Not letting y'all take away from him. He's worked Which too isn't. hard. Phil said. Phil, Seth said, I'm not going to let you down. Immature keeping the title. That's how I feel, too. If you really... I'm immature. If you really were the face that you say you were and you cared about this company, you would let that belt go be defended. You wouldn't All take right, it. Listen. The champion isn't like, this is mine. I'm taking it. I'm not going to let you guys see this. What kind of a champion is that? What kind of a company man are you not even to have your belt defended because you're selfish? I, I, I am going to come with the counterpoint then maybe you guys are immature because you can't allow this man to take some time off and heal his body in, in, a, in a situation that wasn't his fault. He shouldn't have even been in that match. Why are we insecure? <laughs> you, you guys are immature for, for, for watching this go, man go out there and try and drag Jinder Mahal to a halfway decent match and get injured in the process. And then you guys want this guy to drop his belt that he has defended for almost a year. Nah, I won't have it. No, <laughs> no, that is not how this title run should, went, should end. No, 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 <laughs> no. I don't know how we're the immature ones out of this. <laughs> Appreciate you, Will. Great point. Phil's not hearing it, but that's a great point. I ain't point. trying to hear this, man. That's his belt, bro. That's his belt. That's his WrestleMania main event. <laughs> all right, man. Okay. Okay. I'll let I'll let it happen. It all kind of depends on what happens tonight, I guess, on wh where they go with it. So. Um, yeah, man. Look, I, I, I still would uh, assume that uh, the heat is behind Seth Rollins versus CM Punk. Right. Um, and if you can still have this um, dream match for a lot of people and the chance to headline WrestleMania, you're not going to pass up on it for a knee injury, bro. This guy has done this before. That's the crazy thing about this. He has week, months before WrestleMania injured himself, and he had to work himself back. That happened for the Samoa Joe match as well. It happened, I feel like, recently as well like fairly recently within the last few years he's had nagging knee injuries for a while um nah man he bro that guy's worked too hard not letting y'all act like yeah we're not gonna let y'all lie and compare him to thunderdome rome mr um i don't want to come to work mr haha -ha, send paul in and uh, to to talk to me via phone call no, 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 no. Come to work, bro. We we need you to come in and, and do a do a shift, bro. We need you to do a, a quick a quick few hours on SmackDown, my guy. Like, come on. <laughs> it ain't even a full shift. He just gotta be in there for like ten come, minutes. Come in for a few. We just need you to come in for a few, bro. Just slide through for a minute, man. I I don't want to waste your time, but just you slide in for a few. You come in right before we start the show. We'll shoot your seat and you can leave. It's fine. You're not gonna wrestle. We know that. <laughs> No, you're not trying to wrestle, bro. Like, you can't, bro. At this guy has done up. none of the. He he has done. He hasn't done most of the big international shows for the last few months. You that's can't do the Australia show. I, that's honestly what I think is crazy about the whole thing. Like, these are all jokes and everything, but like, he, how do you? It just like it baffles my brain of like this guy's the face of the company, and you go to these sold out shows that these people are so hungry. 
I think they also want to see Roman Reigns. I think that's bro. Like the people in Puerto Rico, they would have loved to see Roman Reigns. Like this, I, is, this is what I'm saying. You know, I, like I don't I, get it. Bro, went to Puerto Rico, no Roman. Went to London for Money in the Bank, no Roman. They you had Cody Roman wrestling Dominic on that card. That's crazy, yeah. Like I'm saying, you guys are selling out these shows. Thousands and thousands of people. They want to see Roman too. Like I think I know, like he's on the whatever you guys are doing. But I think if you're gonna have him do a little bit of shows, have him do those shows. Then I don't know. Like, don't bring him to SmackDown and Lafayette on blah blah blah. You, you... Bring him to the fucking the Money in the Bank. Bring him to fucking Puerto Rico. Yeah, not gonna let y'all throw the blame on Seth Rollins because this other guy don't want to come to work. No, he still needs to give up that belt though. He's selfish. 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 <laughs> That's all of our super chats for now. Y'all are dope. In grades. They have not appreciated what this man has done for over 200 days for you. All right. It ain't enough because the other guy is doing less. He still got to take the burden of what this guy is not doing. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Wrong. We got uh, one half humper chat here from Bizarro Big Girl. He says, appreciate you fellas. Much love. Uh, Do check the Dan Housen video. Uh, 80 seconds, 24-hour murder mystery video. Uh, he interviews himself, and rumor, rumor is Dynamite After Revolution will be in Worcester, Massachusetts, Boston adjacent, where Hook won FTW um, belt first. It's going down. I'm in. Um, yeah. Are they going to be in Massachusetts after Revolution? I don't know that. Is that a rumor? Maybe a rumor. I don't know. I haven't heard it. I haven't heard it. Mm-hmm. Because Mercedes is going to be in the Royal Rumble tonight, right? Her and Okada. She's going to win the Women's Royal Rumble. Okada's going to win the Men's Royal Rumble. Um, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Contract um, tampering? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess uh, we can't get into some Royal Rumble talk. Um, we've kind of skidded around the fact that we do have a WWE pay-per-view this weekend. <sighs> I am not in my usual living <laughs> situation because I am heading to Royal Rumble tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I I am still tentatively excited. It is a bit of a downer, though, that all of this stuff is happening. And you have all of this stuff that's kind of casting this big, dark cloud over it. Um, I think getting Vince out kind of helps, but I think it also still feels kind of gross. Um, How do you um? Can we can can you s- separate? Is there is there is there a, a place to land where it's like, yeah, that fool was horrible, but there's a lot of these people that don't. That it's not their fault. Like, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of know? people that had planned to come to Royal Rumble, like months ago, weeks ago, and. You know, I I can't just expect people to just like drop everything and you know not try to make the most out of the trip and not try to enjoy themselves because this happened. Like this is a vacation for some people. Like some people yeah. have been planning for this for a long time. Blah blah blah. And it's like you can't fault them for not taking a stand. Yeah, I, I think it's unreasonable to expect everybody to do that. Yeah. Um, but if you are but, taking a stand, you can do that. You can choose however you want yeah, to go. It, if you, if no you're like, I don't care about this Royal Rumble shit. I'm not watching that. That's an answer. If you're like, I'm going to watch the Royal Rumble and try to forget about it. That's an answer. Like, there's no wrong answer here. 
Right. Um, pretty short card. Um, not a lot to get into. Uh, we've got uh, the United States Championship match. Uh, Logan Paul will be taking on Kevin Owens. Um, I don't expect um, Logan Paul to lose here. No, nah, he's going he's into going, Mania with that belt. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like he's going into Mania with that belt, and I feel like LA Knight's going to be his challenger. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's the next big thing you can do with LA Knight because I do not think he's winning tonight. No. Um, and he is still hot. I do think you've got to do something with him. you got to put some, go- some gold around that man's waist. Um, and he still has some lingering tension with Logan Paul, so mm. it's the easiest way to do that moving forward. Yeah, I think the same thing yeah i like that i do like this what they're doing with ko he always has a big royal rumble match um but like maybe put him in the royal rumble match one year because like yeah. he's always in a big title match i'd like to see i'd like to see kevin win the rumble one year yeah um, i think that'd be dope I, I think that would be dope he had main event at wrestlemania um twice already but i think he's overdue for a world title win totally um, I, I think the universal title reign was such a mixed bag. He, I, I think he deserves a do-over at this point. He's. Done, I still hate that finish. Honestly. Yeah, I, I hated it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Links to the Goldberg and Brock mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, the Goldberg and Brock feud was fine for what it was, but it didn't mm-hmm. need a title. It um, did, and not at all. <laughs> it didn't need a title. Um, you, you, I, I really feel like the title match should have been Jericho KO based on the festival of friendship and the storyline stuff they were going that year. Mm-hmm. That should have been the WrestleMania match for the Universal title. But uh, now we know why the belt was over there. We know who probably vetoed it. <sighs> uh, same guy that came in and was like, oh, that's who's winning Rumble? No, I'm winning Rumble. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that story. That makes even more sense now. Yeah. Oh, they can't tell champion. him nothing. That's that's who's champion at Survivor Series? I ain't wrestling, Kim. All of a sudden, AJ Styles is champion. Whoa. Because yep. he could do whatever he wants. He could do and say whatever he wants. Um, I'm yeah. winning the Royal Rumble. What y'all going to do about it? Nothing. My Rumble. <laughs> um, came, in, came in and Debo. White uh, Debo is crazy as hell. White man. Debo is God. wild, crazy, bro. Come on, um, we got a, a, a fatal four-way for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. He's at Roman work. Reigns will be uh, <laughs> taking on the challengers of Randy Orton. AJ Styles and LA Knight. Uh, not much surprise here. Roman Reigns is winning this match. Um, I I would not be surprised if he stacks all three of these men on top of each other. Why is that the? I was about to be like, why did they make this the four way match? Is it only so he could do that at the end? Because that's no, terrible I, I think to do the three of your challengers. I think it's because I don't, I don't think they want Randy to eat a eat a loss yet, so they can go back to Randy versus Roman again somewhere down the line. Um, but I, I think Roman's winning, and I don't think that Randy's going to eat this pin. I don't think AJ's going to eat the pin either. I think they're LA. trying to keep both of those options open, which means it's probably going to be LA night. Um, I'm a bit surprised that we don't have a tag title match on this card. Um, I like, especially if you were going to do the title change on SmackDown, um, why not just have the women's title match on this card? Um, I don't know. How many I, matches I are on the card besides the uh, the two rumbles? Just three? Just just the two title matches and the two rumbles. Oh, and there's only just, four matches. Yeah, that's why I'm like, why didn't you just put one of the tag? Why didn't you put the tag titles on the line or give the women tag title match the pay per view spot? I don't really understand. I mean, that. I guess this that's going to be a short show because both rumbles are two hours. Or they're an hour each usually, and then yeah, so an hour for the rest of the stuff. It's just a three hour show. 
Maybe they'll add, you know how they sometimes add stuff, but yeah, they should have just added that women's title change. That would have made so much more sense being there. Yeah, it would have made, especially if Bailey wins the Rumble, I think it adds other story elements to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's annoying because it's like one step forward, two steps backwards. Like they're trying to feature the women's tag belts more, and I still just don't feel like they're giving them the importance that they should. Right. Um, at least if you were going to give. Um, Isla Dine and Alba Fire that short reign at least give them the pay-per-view match and yep. it just sucks that they didn't even get that um, mm-hmm. it's whatever um, yeah. but other than that we have both Rumbles matches we have the Men's Royal Rumble match um, which um, honestly I think has some of the best storylines going into it than we've seen going into a Rumble in a very long time mm-hmm. I think um, Cody is still the most compelling character going into it Um He's still the big underdog. I like that coming out of last year. He felt like the obvious winner. Like him coming back from the injury. It, it They were trying to tell the story of him climbing this mountain to come back because he was injured. But now it feels even more like he had to climb this mountain because he has all these obstacles in his way. He's got The Rock looming over this. He's got CM Punk entering the match. Um, big Drew McIntyre's in the match. And he's been making a very strong case as to why he should win. Um, Big Gaunt is in there as well. Um, you've got you, you've got Jay Uso as well, who's my hottest baby face in the company. There's so many like little tiny storylines. We're possibly going to get the return of Andrade Idolo here. Um, there's a lot going into this. I feel like we're going to, at some point in this match, get a standoff between Jimmy and Jay because they haven't been on the mm. same brand in months. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many little things going into this. And I think... Raw has done a very good job. Really, Raw has done a heavy lifting of building this pay, this this uh, men's Royal, Royal Rumble match because we got the really good segment with Drew and Cody, which I've been saying it for like weeks, but Drew is quietly one of the best characters in the company at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, that that promo he had with Cody is fantastic. Yeah. He, he gave us some really char- good character notes, and I feel like he... Um, Brought something out of Cody in that segment that made you feel even more like Cody, for better or worse, everything that's happened to him for the year, getting cheated at WrestleMania, having to go through Brock three times, um, having to deal with Judgment Day, Nakamura and all this stuff. He hasn't complained once in any of this. He's never made an excuse. And you can see that in Drew's story of just like he's still mad that he lost to Clash of Castle, but Cody's just like, okay, get over it. You lost. Mm-hmm get another title match. And that's been kind of his story for a year. Like, all right, I lost. I got cheated, but I'm not going to make excuses. I am going to win another title match, and I'm going to beat him. Um, I think that's the the great thing that went into the Punk segment as well this week. I think Mm -hmm. you also tell the story that both of these guys have similar journeys and coming back to the company. Of course, different different situations with them leaving AEW, um, but both both of them are coming back for validation in a way from this company just different forms of validation cody wants his first championship win with wwe world championship um and punk wants his first wrestlemania main event and both of them like they have like a six-year journey for for cody 10-year journey for punk Both of them have spent a long time getting to this point to get this one thing. And you can see in that segment, I know it's for some people, they didn't enjoy it. But the thing I really liked about it is that you could see, even with their history together, that 
when it comes to this thing that they spent all this time trying to get back there to get, um, ain't no ain't no friends in this. This right. means everything to me, and mm-hmm. that's what the rumble should feel like. It should yeah. feel big and important. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the 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 history of the rumble is every man for himself. They're telling this story. Do you think there's a chance that anyone besides CM Punk or Cody Rhodes win this match? Um, I think if it's not one of them, I think it's going to be Gunther. Um, mm-hmm. I I think that's the other great thing about this. Um, I wouldn't be mad at Gunther winning. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. mad at Cody winning. I also right. wouldn't be mad at Punk winning. Um, low key, I wouldn't be mad at Drew winning. I think Drew, Drew out of those four guys, has the lowest chance of winning. Yeah. But I wouldn't be mad at Drew winning as well, um, because mm-hmm. he's just been so fantastic since he came back. Um, there's a chance that Brock could, Rock can enter and win. Um, I don't think that he will, but there's a chance that Rock. There is could, a chance. There there's a chance. chance that Rock could enter and win. Um, mm-hmm. I would not like Rock winning. Out of all the options options I named, I or, think I would like like Rock winning the least, because, um. Like, I know they've done this storyline before of, like, a returning superstar coming in and winning. They did it with Batista. They've done it with Cena. They've done it with Edge. Um, they've done it numerous times. So um, it, it, it kind of feels like, all right, in that breath, wouldn't it be the same thing if you do it for Punk? But I think the history behind it is so different with Punk. It's different. Him being away for 10 years, the fact that he's never won a Rumble, the fact that he's never... Um, <laughs> Um, the fact that he's never uh, main event at WrestleMania. I'm sorry, somebody, somebody in the chat thought I said Brock, and I was like, whoa, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, Hold no, on a minute. Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I just think it's different, and I think with Rock, like Rock at this point, he has a baked in story with Roman where he doesn't need the Royal Rumble win. They have the familial stuff. You have the stuff with him and ahead of the table stuff that you don't need the Royal Rumble win to necess- necessitate that title match. I like that story better for The Rock anyways, of him yeah. being like, I'm The Rock. I don't have to win the Royal Rumble, fool. Give me a title match at WrestleMania. I'm The Rock. Like, exactly. He can just walk in and say, look, you've been saying you're, you're the man for three years, but when you Prove talk it. about the head of the table, the most well-known Samoan wrestler, it's me. The real <laughs> I am the that table, guy. Nigga, I up? am the head yeah. of the table. Um, and I, that's the story. You don't need him to win yeah. the Rumble for that. No, you don't. You don't. He doesn't even need to be in it, honestly. Just like I said, he's the rock. He don't need to prove nothing to nobody. He could go out there on the Raw after or the SmackDown after and be like, Roman, let's, I'll see you at WrestleMania, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, he doesn't need to get in here and muddy it. Yeah, I kind of like those options of uh, – I know it's going to be – I don't know. It could possibly not be Punk or Cody, though, is why I'm like, it, it, I don't it's know. Wide it, open. It's possible, right? You know what I mean? Like, this is probably the widest that the field has been for the men's in a long time. Like, it's usually like, yeah. we know this one person's winning. We know blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, there's four or five people that could potentially win this. So, um, based on what we've seen on TV for the past few weeks, who do you think is winning? I'd like to think that Punk is winning. I think just with the story that they're telling. I just watched a video before we got on here. Ibu posted of him training at the performance, Punk training at the Performance Center with Trick, Lexus King, uh, Braun, and Mello. And he's just like telling the story. He's like, this is my first televised match in 10 years, almost on the day of the anniversary of that I left. Yes. He said that they the, the, the story has took on a life of his own because he's like i don't really care about winning the royal rumble it's more about winning at, or main eventing wrestlemania yes. but his fans have made the story of 
they want him to win the Royal Rumble also on the way up there. So I think just kind of the story that they've been telling, how he's been moving, he's probably going to win. That makes – that'll be a good stamp on it. But also him not winning it is also a good stamp on it because it's yeah. like you talked all yeah. that shit and you didn't win, motherfucker. You're back for this. So I don't know. There's just little things that make me think Cody that Cody's not going to win and it's mm-hmm. punk. Because, yeah. I mean, usually – um, when somebody makes a big return, they win their first match. He hasn't yep. had a televised match yet. He hasn't so had the it Rumble yet. is his first WWE televised match mm-hmm. um, since he's been back. Um, that makes me feel like he's winning. I don't think that they would keep him out of the ring for this long and then have his first match on pay per view and have him lose. I don't. I don't see that happening. Um, Does two back to back. AEW champions look away to you, or is that just what that's just? Wait, in my I mean, brain. that that is a thing that I don't think people are considering. That, um, when you look at the biggest news stories coming into this pay per view, the two guys that last week with that segment really sold us on the pay per view, they're two former <laughs> AEW guys. The, the woman that is probably going to make the biggest splash as a surprise, also, is Jay. an AEW wrestler, yeah. Um, yeah, um, like I, I know just, Cody and the, and and Punk are different because they've been there, but they've been there. But on still. paper, Cody came from AEW and won the Royal Rumble, and on paper, Punk came from AEW and has the potential to win the Royal Rumble. Yes, um, you you can't discount the fact that neither of these guys would be back in this company if it wasn't for AEW. Right. I mean, exactly. Cody would not be where he is considered a main event player without his run in AEW. And I mean, we don't even have to get into everything with Punk and why yeah. he he if it wasn't for AEW, he would be here. Right, but again, I've said AEW has made wrestling better. I just think that yeah. is undeniable at this at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at a, a lot of things coming into this, even Andrade possibly coming back. AEW has just made like they made wrestling better because they've helped make WWE better with stuff like this. Like we wouldn't have Punk because he wouldn't have gotten that itch if he didn't go back to AEW and do that. You know what I mean? So right steps. Um, But yeah, yeah, I I I think at the end of the night, as well as as a sound, we're gonna see your homeboy pointing to the fucking WrestleMania point point to Philly (laughs) with the Rocky music going off. Um. Oh my god. Man, that's gonna be wild as hell. I did it. I did it, April. I did it. <laughs> that um, is gonna be a wild visual. You got any bold predictions for the men's Royal Rumble? Any surprises that you think are coming? Uh, I can't. I, I'm thinking they're gonna maybe lean heavily on NXT. I'm thinking all those guys. Not thinking about that video I watched with Punk. I'm like. All these guys might be in the match. Yeah, Lexus, I, I think we're going to see Trick, Trick for sure. Mello and Braun. I'm like that. Trick that, got that, a that, Trick got a big reaction last night. That really makes did. me feel like Trick will be in the men's rumble. And it helps know. because NXT is based, quote unquote, in Florida, so they already have like this built-in kind of fan base or like energy or vibe. So like, I think those boys are going to get some good stuff. But as far as like, I'm thinking back to when someone was asking us early about someone from another company. I'm like, I can't think of anybody that would really shock me showing yeah. up here today, you know? Um, yeah. Um, and at this I'm point, sure, nothing shocks me, so. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be a big surprise. But I mean, what's more shocking than Punk doing his first Rumble in 10 years? The fact that he's right. back with this company. I, I just still can't wrap my head around that. Um, like you but, don't even need a big return because that's the big return. Like you don't need to trick anybody. Punk's already here. We got it. Yeah. Um, my bold prediction is um, that Trick is going to enter the Rumble. 
and Carmelo is going to kick him out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I think Carmelo is going to eliminate him. I saw that. That's a pretty good prediction. Sean was tweeting about Gunther doing the Iron Man thing. I'm like, but didn't he do the Iron Man thing last year? He Why would he? He, brought, he set the record last year. Why would he do it two times in a row? But kind of that actually would be kind of smart because we've never seen that two times in a row. And the type of wrestler that Gunther is, it actually plays along well to him. Like in kayfabe, he'd be like, make me number one. I want to do it again. You know what I mean? Like the character that he is. He's like, I want to beat up 29 bulls. So it kind of makes I, sense. I man this year, and I think that he's going to lose. And I think that is going to make it even more heartbreaking that he's going to lose because he's going to be the Iron Man. How do you get back to him and him getting a t- – he doesn't get a title match at Rum- Rum- Mania then if they're if, doing if – the, if, if they do it the way Rollins. they did it last year and the Elimination Chamber match is for the number one contendership, uh, he's probably going to win the Chamber match. But what about Punk and Rollins, though? Isn't that isn't it going to be Punk and Rollins and then Roman and whoever over there? Oh, I, I thought you meant if Rome if 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 Cody loses. I was saying if Cody loses, he's probably going to win the, the chamber. Oh, match. Cody, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but what yeah, if the I, rock I, factor into that? I'm like, damn, there's still so many stories to tell, man. Jeez. Louise. But that's why I'm like, I don't know if this, I don't know if this rock match is happening. I don't know what Cody's doing at all if Rock is if Rock is, is gonna wrestle Roman and Punk wins the, the Rumble, I don't know what Cody's gonna be doing. Because Phil, uh, we don't the this, the one thing about this Vince stuff is we don't know the we don't know how the Rock feels. The Rock might be on some image shit off the he might, he might be, be like, like I'm good on y'all, bro. No, yeah, here. we don't know that at all. He might be like, I'm washing know. my hands on y'all. I'm not trying to do WrestleMania, but, but, nigga. But that's what I'm saying. Like we're I'm still not hundred percent certain we're gonna see Roman versus Rock. This this feels like the closest we're ever we've ever been to getting it. If we're um, gonna get it, we have to get it now. If we don't get it now, it's yeah. Good. I I, if, I feel like if it doesn't happen this year, it's probably not happening. Um, which I mean could lead me to believe that it's gonna happen, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. Know. Do, I, again, I just don't. If know. you're gonna do it, you better do it now. This is your only chance. There's no way in the world it's WrestleMania I, 40. There's no way in the world you're gonna have Rock next year. I was, if you got him now, you got him. I was chilling in spaces last night, and the way that I would book this, this company would never book it this way because they never do this to Rock. But I would put Rock in the Rumble, and I would have Rock be one of the final four. Um, and at some point, Cody and Punk, because of their history together, are like, we're not letting Rock do this again. Come in and take the main event like he did it to, to Punk 10 years ago. Like and the this. two of them kick Rock out of the ring. I like and this. while... While Cody is watching him sail out the ring, Punk kicks him out, and that's how he wins. Mm, I think I that like would be a this. great finish, but they're I, not yeah. going to do that to Rock. <laughs> I, I would like that that of them being like, "You're not about to come and take this main event again, fool!" Like we're about to beat your ass. But that's a pretty good one. Do you, off of the backs of this Vince stuff, do they to say that before last Sunday the Rock wasn't scheduled to be in this match? This Vince shit happens. Do they go? We need something big. Maybe we get the Rock in this match to try to throw off or try to build some other kind of thing. Like, is, you think there's potential that they like made a list of like what are all the things we could do to distract from this? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think Cody winning. I think Punk winning is a pretty big win. And Punk winning and you possibly, get it, possibly being conference. in that press conference yeah. after he wins is a pretty mm-hmm. big one. Uh, but at the same time, 
Um, what would be like even bigger news that would be like on Hollywood Reporter would be everywhere? It'd be the Rock winning. The Rock, Rock yeah. winning would be everywhere, bro. Right. Like, I mean, ESPN. It would be on ESPN. every outlet. Um, I don't think that he's gonna enter though. <laughs> I mean, this week with them announcing he was on the board, like it was on yeah, every it be, outlet. That it would be a pretty big deal if he entered and won. Um, I don't know. Oh, like I said, God. there's a very there's a chance that he can. I just there's a I'm big not chance sure. that he can. Yeah, I'm not sure that I believe it. I don't personally want to see that, but I don't want to see it. I all. can understand the philosophy behind it. I mean, we are talking about like one of the biggest stars, not just in wrestling, not just in Hollywood, like in the world. Like he's yes. like a, a one of household the biggest celebrities name. ever. <laughs> him him winning the Rumble would be a massive deal. Like if um, you get the chance to do that, yeah. Oh, the biggest celeb, one of the biggest celebrities in the world, yeah. Have him win. What do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, but I, I like I said, I just don't feel like he needs to rumble to forward the storyline with Roman. Um, okay, I, beyond uh, forget about the rumble. What if we just have him show up for the title match and do? Oh, some what kind of what if thing? he screws Roman out of the match? Yeah, I, don't see that <laughs> I was Roman's like, that sounds losing. crazy. <laughs> Roman not losing, but that you, are you kidding me? That would be a massive swerve if, if could you imagine Rock that showed he... up and cost him the title. That'd be crazy. Could it happen? <laughs> that would be. I don't think it's gonna happen, but that would be insane. Do you think people would be mad if that happened and Randy ended up going over and they did Randy and Cody at Mania and they did Rock and Roman not for the belt? You think people would hate that? I, I think some people would be upset about it, but I wouldn't be mad at it. I, I mm. think that it makes sense in a lot of ways because a lot of people have been predicting that that's gonna be Cody's opponent. Um, but I do feel like it kind of takes some of the. I think it takes some of the luster off of it that Cody won't be beating Roman. Yeah. Um, and I think that especially because he lost last year, it would feel kind of cheap to have him go back and not beat Roman. And beating um, uh, Randy doesn't hit the same. It doesn't. At all. It doesn't feel the same. I mean, there's history behind um, why it would be important for him to beat Randy as well, but it's just not the same. It's not as big of a win. And then it wouldn't make sense because Rock and Roman are still going to be the main event. Yeah, and I, I also <laughs> don't want to see somebody get that big win over Roman um, like that, because of a yeah. disqualification. Mm-hmm. Somebody, whoever beats him should just beat him outright. Right. That that person deserves that big win. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. We only got the women's Royal Rumble match um, as a remainder. Um, I, I've seen um, some of the reports about a spoiler. I won't talk about it on here. Because, you know, of course, everybody doesn't want to be spoiled, but it's potentially a pretty big deal. Um, uh, uh, I think that, like we've already talked about, it's probably going to be Jade's in-ring debut with WWE. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. It's so, it's so funny because it'll, it'll like randomly plank out and I can still hear you, but you just can't hear me. <laughs> um, but so I still think that uh, it's going to be Jade and um, it's probably going to be Trinity as well. I think Trinity will be back. Um, she's going to be a surprise interest as well. Black women about to dominate this thing because right, Jade should come in and do the big throw hell of people out, right? Yes. I've said that my other bold prediction for this is that I think that Jade is going to eliminate Trinity. Hmm. Mm, okay, I can see it, and I can see this AJ thing too, because she was training for the uh, 
the heel show. She had that little video that people said. I'm sure she's been in the ring with Natty Neidhart by then. You know what time it is. Yes. Um, uh, that could be a pretty big surprise here, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else they could have planned for the Women's Rumble. Um, as far as like the big favorites, it has to be Becky and Bailey. I do think Bailey's going to win. Um, I, for the longest, thought that it was going to be Becky, but based off of like how big this damage control story has become and how well it's gotten over, I feel like it's going to be Bailey. Who's the other two final four with Becky and Bailey? You think? Um, if Liv is ready and Liv is back, I can see Liv um, going the distance again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just randomly thought of uh, uh, the Shayna thing we were laughing at yesterday. Shayna got that shit on. <laughs> Shayna dressed like Nelly in the batters up video. It was the funniest <laughs> shit. <laughs> shout out to, to Shayna, man. I like Shayna a lot, man. Um, she's one of those women that I just don't really understand how they book her, especially the way that she beat Still, I thought that they were going right. to do more with her after it, and it just yeah. didn't really happen. Um, yeah, I would like to see her have a big. Uh, performance in a rumble she of mm. course had that big performance where she uh tied for the most eliminations with bianca that year mm. um but yeah other than that i don't know i don't know other surprises that i can guess um i wouldn't be surprised if bianca's one of the final four um mm. oh she could be one of bianca bailey becky and live potentially if will lives out there yeah. yeah, maybe maybe Naya will make it to the final. Four. Oh, Naya! I keep forgetting about Naya. She, I could definitely see her in the final four. But then, how do they? I feel like they're gonna do the classic. Everybody teams up to get her out spot that they do. No, of course, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, so, like, how do you get her to the final four without doing that? Yeah, but I think it makes sense for the final four um, to all kind of have a link to Rhea, mm-hmm. and so you'd have Liv. Oh there, yeah, kind of everybody who she's Martin. had the promo with in the yes. last couple weeks. Yeah, so Liv, Nia, Becky, possibly Bailey, mm-hmm. or Bianca. And Bianca also has a, a link to Bianca. Rhea, so. Huh. Huh. Could be Bianca potentially win again? I don't think she's winning. I, I do think it's Bailey. I think Bailey is going to ham it up and make it seem like she's going to challenge Rhea and then she's going to turn face and challenge Rhea. Mm. Hmm. Huh. That should be good. I think the Royal, the Women's Royal Rumble, <clears throat> anytime they do for the last couple of years, it's felt like anytime they've had a men's and women's style match like War Games or Royal Rumbles, the women's matches are always more interesting and better. It's going to be yeah. tough this year because the men's have a lot of stories to tell, but the women always have great showings and stuff like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, for a few years in a row, the women had the better Rumble, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm very curious what other surprises we're going to get. Um I'm very curious how they're going to present Jade tonight. Um, yeah. What music is she going to come out to? Um, like, she's been away all this time in the lab. How different is she going to work? Um, I'm excited to see what she's going to do, man. I, I, I am a Jade fan, so I think she's going to kill it. Um, I don't know. Um, who else? I, I'm curious to see the reaction if Trinity comes back as well. Mm. They're in Tampa and Florida. She should yeah. get a pretty. She should get a pretty good pop out there. I think. I think. Um, which of the NXT girls do you think is going to cook Stratton? Uh, Tiffany Stratton makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see her. Um, 
Maybe Roxanne. Roxanne. I guess I, I definitely think Roxanne's going to be in the Rumble. Yeah. Huh. They got a pretty wild open field over there too. Like they, they <clears throat> there's a bunch of stories they've been telling in the women's division, but it still could be pretty wide with how many uh, winners they could make uh, have some good stories and good matches going in WrestleMania. So I think both Rumble matches are interesting and they have a lot of uncertainty in a good way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's before all of this news, I was just thinking like, man, this is a really exciting Rumble to go to. I mean, I, I've been a Bailey fan for a minute. Possibly being in the building for her Royal Rumble win sounds pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we're going to get something big in the men's rumble. Um, no matter who out of those um, top four names we announce or could win. I think Cody winning will be a big deal because he's going to, he's going to be the first to do it since Austin go back to back. I think, I think punk winning can be big and man, big Gunt winning, man. I, I wouldn't be mad at it. I would not be mad at Gunther winning at all. Same. I think he has a pretty good position into this, <clears throat> but yeah, I think back to back or a two times, three times winner. That could be some fun stuff. I think we got uh should be a good show tonight. Uh, let's get into a few super chats before we move forward. Well, Chisholm says we may not get Mercedes, but Jordan Grace may pop up. I think Jordan Grace has a didn't she just sign a new TNA impact contract? She did. <clears throat> but I mean, you know, like I said, nothing surprises me these days. Like anything you got, you got is hardcore open. country a few years ago. So I'm saying, yeah, like the the the, the, the doors are wide open over here. Uh, Boba Jet says if Big E is in the rumble, how big is the pop? Man, if I really believed he was going to wrestle tonight, um, yeah. I would be very, I would possibly Man. cry if Biggie came out. Straight um, up. I, I really want him to be in this Rumble, but I just, based off of everything he said about his condition and like him being worried about the bone fusing, I don't think we're going to see him. Um, don't sound worth it. Very, very unfortunate, but I would, I would absolutely love to see him. And we of course got to give it up to Big E and our homie Andreas. They the the, the trailer for their uh, what's right the, NWCP award nominated cartoon. Yeah, man, I'm like, yo, that's so amazing. So Big E, you know, we would love to see him be back in the world room. We would love to see him back in the wrestling ring. But the things that he's doing outside of the ring are so great, and he's going to continue to do amazing things as a human being. So. Uh, yeah. We all just want love and 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 health for for Biggie. Yeah, he, he him and uh, Woods and Kofi were out and about this weekend. I know they did the community event tonight. Mm-hmm. I saw they did a few interviews. I've seen him do. I think they were in Australia as well. All three of them doing the press for that. Um, yeah. So it's always good to see the three of them together again. Uh, man, I would just love to see him wrestle again. But I just Same. I don't see it happening anytime soon. Man. Uh, Van Twinblay says Mason Madden were said on Big Gay Brunch they were Mason Madden said on Gay Brunch that him and Mansoor were fired from the Fed for serving too much the C word that's the truth 10 out of 10 promo <laughs> those guys are really funny man those guys are insanely funny like Phil said we Mike and I and indeed interviewed them a few days ago if you want to check that out uh, they're so funny they're so engaging they're so intelligent like they just really get it they're going to be big this year yeah, uh, big shout out to Big Manny and Mason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Chisholm says, "What's up with the Inja, uh, New Japan not letting Julia work the Windy City show? If that's the case, Megan Bang should have went over." I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. I just don't really understand how they're using the strong championship and the IWGP Women's Championship at the moment. I just don't really get it. 
Yeah, every time the last couple of results, I'm like, but if you would have, if you would have did this, it would have been different. But I don't know. It seems like they keep running into these unfortunate issues with like the strong belt and kind of the IWGP. Hopefully they figure it out this year, but I don't know. Uh, Kazuska Okada, oh uh, here himself to predict that he's gonna be in it. Rainmaker evil equal Rumble winner. He has a Chase U University sweater on Okada. You guys are some real sick individuals out there. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. I would. Uh... Okada saying, "Put your money on Okada in the uh, the, the 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 deals today." Bro. Yeah, I would bet the farm that we will not see Okada tonight. <laughs> <laughs> would be wild. Like I said, wouldn't be the most unexpected thing. That's all of our super chats. Y'all are great. Y'all are wonderful. Wonderful. Y'all are fantastic. Uh, yeah. Let me check and see if we have any more Humper Chat before we jump to probably the last topic and get up out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like we got a few. Yeah, you guys too. Uh, from uh, Stephen R., he says, a lot of people are expecting Mercedes to show up tonight. If I'm TK, I'm advertising Mercedes' debut for Dynamite as soon as the Women's Rumble is over <laughs> or even as soon as the number 30 comes out. Brother... If uh, we get uh, the 30th entrant coming out and he drops a hint right after the 30th entrant, buddy, Twitter is going to explode. Yes. <laughs> and I'll be laughing all the way to the bank. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Yeah, no. Nah. Um, I, I personally would think it's very funny, but I know a lot of people that would be. People are going to be upset about it, but it's very it's upset with Tony. Be really about funny. It. Yeah. Um, be really funny. yeah. Uh, I, I don't think we'll see Mercedes tonight either, though. No. Uh, from uh, Ronan Mike, he says, Happy Graph Saturday um, and Royal Rumble. I remember Renee told a story on her podcast about Brock randomly tackling her backstage and then picking her up like it was nothing. I don't think she realized how suspect that story seemed at the time. Um, Brock Lesnar I have never heard the story. So tackling Renee sounds great. That sounds insane. <laughs> um, yeah. Oof. She's so tiny. He probably murdered her. What the hell happened? Um. See, we got two from Nelson Muntz. Says, uh, sure was a crazy week of wrestling. Slim Jim pretending to have morals. Um, CM Punk sucking up to young talent. There are fans of his in WWE to repair his image. WWE fans comparing Vince's allegations to Jericho. And AW fans not chanting as boys anymore. Um, he also says, uh, I sure wouldn't want to be someone right now who has been friends with Vince McMahon or was one of Vince's guys because apparently that woman... Uh, is like the Cassie of wrestling and just open the floodgates against WWE, not just Vince McMahon. No, it definitely feels like there's a reckoning for Vince and Vince guys coming. I, I don't I don't foresee this being the last lawsuit. That's that's something that I was also thinking nope. when we discussed it. I don't think this will be the last. I think that there will be other people that come out of the woodworks, even if it's not lawsuits, I think we will hear other women's stories. Like, this ain't the last. This is the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is, no. like, the first. I, I definitely think there's more to come out of that. Um, yeah. And it won't be just with Vince. No. Um, it, it, it probably will be will be with some more people. Like, I, mean, I mean, it's already starting with the tweets, the Ronda thing. The like, Ronda tweet about like uh, yeah. Pritchard. I, I think we're going to see more stuff like that. Yep. Um, that's all from Nelson Muntz. Um, yeah, I look, man. Um, <laughs> some people were very much... Um, not a fan of the CM Punk Cody segment. And I, I saw a lot of people, 
they were like, this feels so ingenuine, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I kind of liked it, guys. I'm sorry. I thought it was good. <laughs> it's, uh, that's all WWE segments feel for me. So Yeah, I, I look, man, I think, I think that, uh, they're working WWE style promos. I think like they, maybe they're, they're not reading from a script, but they're reading from a script. It, it, it has the energy of a WWE promo, but you yeah. can also tell that they're trying to do the inside baseball and the history stuff. I thought they dropped some great little nuggets in there. I think the stuff from like the OVW stuff that they referenced, I think um, uh, Cody referencing his last AEW promo where he said that I've done everything that Punk did in the pipe bomb, and then him getting on TV and saying that put to Punk's face and saying mm-hmm. I am more CM Punk than you. <laughs> nah, I thought that was great. I think <laughs> I think Punk saying that look, man, you're a silver spoon guy. My dad was was a real common man. My dad was an electrician. I'm more of the American dream than you. <laughs> I thought that was also good. I thought I thought Cody's jab about. Uh, <laughs> I thought, I thought several several Cody's jabs landed, but I thought some of Punk's jabs landed as well. I know people were very upset about him saying, "I can I can separate business and personal," but I thought the the jab that was actually in there was a good jab because it was based off of the Cody line from the WWE documentary where Cody said that he left AEW for personal reasons, and I was like, "Hmm, <laughs> interesting." Yeah. Very interesting. All of this. Uh, do you think that um, they're leaning too much into that stuff? Because I feel like the base of WWE, the people that they're talking to, don't care about some of the stuff that they're. Um, I don't. I, I think based on the crowd reaction, you could see some fans. It was either going over their head or they weren't reacting to some right. bits of it that I was reacting to at home. Um, I, I just think that the fan base has changed, but I also think that the crowd that goes to weekly WWE television shows is just different. Um, it's, it's, that's oh, essentially a, they're working for more than just the live crowd. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it, there were parts of it that hit for me that I don't think hit for the live crowd. I thought mm-hmm. I think there were parts of it that hit for me that didn't hit for certain internet fans. Um, yeah. And I mean, vice versa, I think that there are bits of it that um, the smart internet fan understood and it just maybe didn't hit other fans the same way. Uh, but I thought it was great. I thought there were a lot of good character bits in there. I thought it was a great way to promote the Rumble. Um, mm-hmm. But I also understand people that didn't like it. It's fine. If you didn't I like mean, it, you just didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that some people go in with these different expectations of what they expect these exchanges to be and what they expect. The quality that both these men have given us, you're yeah. like, you're expecting that. And it's like, they gave you that just in a different way. They're, you know, functioning under a different system now. They have to go about it a different way. But it was still Cody Rhodes and CM Punk in a promo battle. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, at the I, end of the day. I, I think the best thing I can say about it is that um, for everything that Cody said and everything Punk said, I came away from it feeling like Cody should win. I feel like mm. with everything Punk said, it was just like, no, nah, Cody should win. Cody, yeah. based off of everything Cody has been saying and going through for the past few months, like, Cody should win. Mm-hmm. Um, and But at the same time, I also very much enjoy certain people that are like, 
yeah, but this thing that Punk is saying is a lie. And I'm like, yeah, that's the point that this guy is full of shit. And I love when people say that after a promo. Like, yeah, dude, the he'll he's, lie. The, 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 point, the point of this is he's full of shit. The story they've been kind of telling since he came back is that he's doing very ingenuine things. And Rollins is pointing it out. And other people are pointing it out. Like, mm-hmm. no, this isn't who you are. We know who you are. And he'll always get close to losing his cool in a promo. And then right. he'll stop just short. He did it in this segment where he stopped just short and got out of the ring before he said too much. It's only a matter of time before he goes full throttle and gives before us Before he says promo. too much. Yeah, He, yeah, he yeah, hasn't yeah. done it yet, but it's going to happen because um, that's who he is. <laughs> it hasn't been needed yet. Like, that's a that's a we're going to WrestleMania promo. The, the, he, like, the Punk is Punk promo is coming, but he, it's not. It hasn't yeah, been I, I feel like the point of this is that he is trying to do all the right things. He's trying to say all of the right things. He's trying to do all the right things and ingratiate himself with the right people. But yeah, the, 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 the veil over it, you can see that he's also kind of full of shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think is the point. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a good story to tell. And it, I think it just, more than anything, it was effective because it got hella people to be excited about the Rumble. And it got most people, a lot of people to think either one of these guys are going to win. And I think just that's the main point of a go-home pay-per-view promo. Um, Either one of these guys could win. The inside baseball stuff, it's, you know, I I love, I like it. You know, I I don't think it's needed every single time, but I think they could go into it sometimes, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think the last thing we got to Mm -hmm. talk about, we had a... We had a pretty good collision last Saturday. I think mm-hmm. we got the best collision in a long time, in my opinion. Even like during the Continental Classic, this is one of my favorite collisions. Yeah, um, I thought most of the matches hit. I thought all the segments were were hitting. Um, but out of that, we got the big announcement that the rankings are back. Um, yes, we both kind of predicted here, mm-hmm. but we got the official announcement that the rankings will be back, um, and that the company is kind of going back to doing the sports-based wrestling. They're not leaning into, like, the more sports entertainment gimmicky stuff. They're going back to their roots. Um, And I think that's the right call, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think that the spirit of AEW this year and, like, towards the tail end of last year, they've kind of been telling us where they're going with this. And this kind of just reassures the path that they're on. Um, the rankings, especially with kind of the story that Samoa Joe has been telling of like, yeah. you can't even get into the ring with me if you don't got something. They have to visually kind of give us cues to know that people are somebody. So what I think bringing this back is the perfect timing. It's going to establish a lot of characters. It's going to establish a lot of contenders. It's going to establish exactly who needs to be in the heavyweight title thing. It's already getting Hangman and Swerve building them up higher than they would have previously been without the ranking. So I think it's just a really important goal. Collision has been on fire. They have a fire uh, card tonight too. Yes. But I think just like the people are like, well, what about the brand split? It's like, it is still kind of brand split. If you just kind of like focus on who's featured every week, Brian Danson and Yuji Nagata are wrestling tonight. They're doing things like that. I think to kind of to, to separate them from what happens on dynamite. It's been a super dope, interesting show for me. And um, they had to stack it up tonight against the Royal Rumble. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, uh, I just saw at the side of my eye that um, WWE released the code open for Royal Rumble. And it is narrated by Hulk Hogan. 
Why are we doing this, bro? What's going on? What? Why? Why are we doing this, bro? Like, the, the boo, tomato, tomato. No. Stop, bro. Like, why are we doing this? I get that he's from Tampa. No, come on, dog. Like, Do they don't, the phrase read the room, Phil? They, they don't. They're not reading the room. They do not know that phrase at all. Um, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm I mean, he's been teasing all week, being like, he I'm has been number 30. Nigga, teasing nasty. What are he's going gonna to be a part of the Rumble in some way. But yikes. Oh. Um, yeah, I thought Collision was fire. I thought the announcement that the um, rankings are back is good. I think the way that they've um, brought back into like winning wins and losses have mattered, and the storyline with Hangman and Swerve has been good. I think Joe as champion is the right guy to kind of base that around because he's such a no-nonsense guy and he's, he's such a, I don't really care about the rest of that. Can you get in this ring and perform? Can, can you fight? Can, can, <laughs> can you win some matches? That So it makes sense for him to be kind of the face of that change. Um, I also thought like the way they've been also using that to further the cope open has been good. Mm-hmm. I've been enjoying the cope open a lot, man. I, I think thought the, the match- cope open this week was heat. Yeah, he had the Lee Moriarty match um, the week before last on, on Collision. I thought it was very good. Um, he wrestled Dante um, on the last Collision. Very, very good match. I just keep saying that Dante just continues to impress me since he's been back because he just keeps showing us he's not just a high spots guy. He also has very much worked on, you know, just his power game. He's worked. He's been in, he's been in lab. He's putting on some bulk. Um, he looks great. Um, I thought he had a really good match with Edge. I think the young guys have had some very good matches with Edge. But after the joined me out, which was planting the seeds for him to have a match that nobody in the world probably expected him to have for the main event of Dynamite, um, yeah. taking on Minoru Suzuki. And I for nothing, them guys had a good match. It's Suzuki, so I'm not really surprised, but great match. You know, Phil, being a longtime WWE fan and, 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 and seeing Edge from the first, I remember the first match he had on TV, and he almost broke a guy's neck doing a Tope Kun Hilo. And October 99, the No Mercy match between the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian, I watched that match 5,000 times. The TLC matches, I watched a gazillion times. I've seen all of Edge's work throughout his career. You, re- we've rarely seen him have a match like he had against Suzuki. Of him, yeah. just there ain't no sports entertainment. There's no uh, rated R super. There's none of that. There's just two people in the middle of the ring fight, fighting. It's like fight for your life. It's like either you beat this old man up or he's gonna cave your head in. So what are you gonna do about it? Just being in the ring, seeing Edge in a New Japan style, you know, main event with just strikes and slams and pacing and timing was like. This is really cool to see. I love that the perception of what people kind of expected Edge to come in and do is like, oh, he's going to be in main events with Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho and blah, 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 blah. Him to come in and be against the young guys like a veteran should do, I think has been so important for his stop here and kind of his career because, like, he's a vet, man. He doesn't need to be in – like, if he never had a match with Kenny Omega, he definitely should, but it would be fine because, like, he's had all the big matches. It's more important for him to come in – and be a bet and have these matches with this guy, these guys that he could show them what he's talking about in ring while teaching lessons. I think it's really dope to see. 
Yeah, and I mean, they still made the uh, the storyline with Christian the focus of it. I exactly. Think that's smart. Because, mm-hmm. of course, we're always going to have those people. What's the story? Why is this? <laughs> why are we doing this match? What's the story? I mean, first of all, it's an open challenge, so it doesn't That's need story. a story. It's an open mm-hmm. challenge. And the open challenge is the story. Mm-hmm. He's stacking up the wins and making the point that I'm going to do what Christian actually said he was going to do. I'm going to outwork everybody. Yep. And I'm going to get to the point where you cannot deny me. You have to give me another shot at the TNT title. That's the, that's the story. I don't I don't understand why that's hard for some people to understand it's pretty simple and everyone needs to that the story things are so ridiculous i just wish people would stop like bully ray put out a tweet after the diona and tony thing saying what's the story even though they told the story in the Man. fucking promo i'm like Laid are you listening why are you saying this for you bro like I here's the like, story oh what's the story it's the, they're telling you the story dude what do you mean what's the story i feel like mo- both of the women's things from dynamite especially they laid the stories out pretty obviously. Like the segment with Deanna and Tony laid out the storyline pretty clearly. I thought the tattoo reveal and everything was great. There was perfect storytelling there. I think even in the Red Velvet match, they're telling a pretty clear story that Thunder Rosa is working her way back and she wants the match with Tony Storm. Right. I don't think it's that hard to understand. They're like, if you don't say it in a promo, we don't get it. Like you can, there's other ways to do this. There's other ways to build. Just like you said, uh, Thunder Rosa is going to do her thing with matches. She's not going to be out there having these long 20 minute promos. She's going to build her stock up by going through the roster, trying to be the number one wrestler again. That's just how these things happen. Exactly. And again, we're playing off the rankings again. So of course, her way of getting her title match is by earning it. I'm gonna I'm gonna rack up some wins and you're gonna give me the match. Yeah. I think uh, this is uh it's gonna be interesting going forward because previously when the rankings were involved, we had dark and dark elevation when so there was all these people kind of stacking these wins and then you see them on dynamite and it's like, oh, they have twenty wins, but I haven't seen any of them because I don't watch dark and dark elevation. We're not gonna run into that problem now. What do you think the differences are gonna be? Because there's gonna be there's gonna be the focus of like hangman and swerve say like just right now but what about the other guys that are gonna be just kind of stacking uh stacking wins because remember we ran into the problem before uh ftr were the number one they were they had this great record but they never got the title match so anytime anyone got a title match everyone would be like but what about ftr do you think we run into that type of problem again i mean i i do think it's good that they addressed it right away with hook because hook has one of the best records in the company. So yeah, right. straight away, he should get a title match. And the Sting um, and Darby thing is kind of addressing that yeah, same thing. It's, it's also addressing it because they're undefeated. So yeah, they should mm-hmm. get a title match. Um, I think we're going to see more of like the stacking up wins and like more of the filler matches on Collision um, because that's kind of how that show has functioned. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't want to like completely say that it's dark, but it has a lot of similarities to dark. Mm-hmm. In a good way, though, because you see, like, it feels a little bit more competitive. Like, you'll see Edge in a match or Adam yeah. Copeland in a match. Did, I mean, you know, I, I, I think that's part of what made this week's collision, well, last week's collision, so good. Um, we just got the fire matches. Like, mm-hmm. man, um, seeing Roddy just get back out there and wrestle, I don't want to see no more of this next strong stuff. I don't want to see no mm-hmm. more of him just yelling people's name. Get back to what Roddy is great at, the thing fire. that Roddy fans wanted to see AEW him come to aw do break some backs hit people with stiff knees yep. angle slam these dudes and 
pick up some W's, bro. That's mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't think it's that hard. I thought um Garcia and Bud Matt had a fire match, man. Yeah, Ooh, they yeah. were going crazy. That was some heat. That was some definitely some heat. I love Daniel Garcia coming out of like Collision is kind of becoming one of his shows, and like yeah. he's establishing himself every week. He's in the big match tonight. I like. I just love his arc of going from the Continental Classic and and showing that you can lose a bunch of matches, but then come out on the other side a bigger star. It's like this has been great. Yeah, I, I, I and I think the women's stuff they've been putting on Collision has worked. Again, I I think that this the last few months the women's division has been really cooking, man. And Deeb is on tonight too. Deeb mm-hmm. is making her uh her um return to the ring. First match since twenty twenty two, which sounds insane. Um, I did not realize she did not wrestle any of twenty twenty three. Um very glad to see her back. Very glad to see the women getting more story driven um elements on the show, more character driven stuff. It was much needed. Yeah. Um and I hope they keep it up. I hope they keep it up going forward. Yeah, this rankings, I think, is going to help in both divisions, and it's just going to be better for everybody. Really good stuff. Let's get into some super chats before we get up out of here. Uh, Bear Hudson says, very disrespectful for anyone to assume Triple H knew anything. Triple H at the time is also recovering from heart failure. Let it play out and see. That heart failure was like a year ago, two years ago. Like, there's 30 years worth of stuff, Bear Hudson. Um, I don't think it's disrespectful at all. I don't. No. I think he. I. I think you have to be a little bit naive to think that he doesn't yeah. know something. Like oh, based, Triple H went to go off, and that's when Vince McMahon started doing it. No, dude, he is doing just, it. While just based on the just just based on the chain of events, the first time he was forced to retire, the he's fact like, that we know he was on the investigate investigation committee, um, the fact that um, Steph was named interim CEO. And then all of this stuff changed. She went away, and I mean, I don't think none of that's weird. Y'all you think, think he, the, the, this guy's daughter? You think Triple H was like every time Stephanie's talking, la 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 la, don't want to hear it, don't want to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> no that, pillow talk, no pillow talk. <laughs> yeah, no, he 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 has to know more, man. You have to be naive to think he does. In his position, if he didn't, he's the worst ever at his position. How did you not know that? What are you doing? Uh, Bragov says Hogan narrating the cold open for Royal Rumble. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Van Twinblade says, I'm not joking. Big Gay Brunch 8 is going to be hard for the Fed to top. LOL, top. Everyone needs to go watch this show. <laughs> Thanks, Van Twinblade. And then Shane Monster says, they need to adopt old ROH rankings. Pick a title division, and he worked towards that title. Number one contender with four men solo title will get confusing. Great point, uh, Shane Monster. If you kind of rank, have the rankings focused on something, so like, if Will or Yuta has a bunch of wins, those wins go towards the television champion or whatever, you know, like instead of just like everybody has rankings and they're all gunning for one championship. If it's a little bit more focused, I think that could go a long way. Yeah. It's pretty good. That's our last super chat. Thank you guys. Uh, let me check and see if we got any more Humper chats. Appreciate you guys as always. We do not have any more Humper chats. Um, but yeah, man, um, this has a, been a very up and, ups and downs week. Um, we did get the good, the good wrestling that I did watch was enjoyable. Um, but man, this week was basically just like it's been a black cloud by, by 
negative news um mm-hmm. and even before that like the big news of like the netflix deal and everything it was just big i i honestly watched more basketball this week than i did wrestling yeah <laughs> um yeah, yeah. what a i was dog game. sitting so i didn't watch much dog uh, uh wrestling also so shout out to being uh in real life and offline yeah yeah um as always man appreciate you guys for coming through um, appreciate you guys for sending your super chats and your humper chats. Appreciate you guys for anybody that's showing love this weekend. I've seen. Um, hopefully, I'll see some folks tonight at the Rumble. Um, man, what are you what are you planning? You're you're going out to West West Coast Pro tonight, right? Oh yeah, definitely. If you're in the area, if you're in the Bay Area, South San Francisco, West Coast Pro is tonight. Super sick card. Vinny Masaro's back. Titus is back. Uh, the Alpha Zoe versus Starboy Charlie in the main event. A really sick lucha match. This is gonna be fire. If you see me out there, show some love. Appreciate y'all. But I'm gonna be on with Denise tomorrow on the uh, talking this Royal Rumble post show. So. I'll have to watch that at some point tomorrow, tonight. <laughs> um, yeah. Might be uh talking about uh uh Rock Wing. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I'm talking about Okada. Um, I don't know. But you know what it is. This has been Grapsity. I'm Phil Lindsay. This is Righteous Reg as well. We are out of here. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.